sorry, I just didn't want to hit this paddle board, so I was grabbing for my paddle. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was a close one right there. Yeah, yeah, baby. I saw Brian uh, McDuffie's episode, and that lazy, lazy bastard didn't paddle at all. So you want me to paddle? <laughs> or is that something you tell me? Uh, <laughs> Once I we get out well, and going, if you need is, me to, if you need me to help. Yeah, usually I like to just let you. The problem is we're going one way, yeah. so there, you really can't do much going back. I just wanted to call Brian McDuffie lazy. <laughs> no, but yeah, he is very lazy. <laughs> he didn't offer. I don't think he offered. Huh? He didn't offer, I don't think. Yeah, see? I, I like the courtesy. Yeah, there you go. Damn, we're going to be really... Uh... Yes, we are. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say, man. You got a really, really good idea here. Thank there's, you. There's a few comics. Like, I enjoy it. I usually, before I go on a podcast, I like to watch and then um, see what the scope of the show is before okay. I go on it. Yeah. And uh, yours was one of the only ones that I... Uh, like enjoyed watching oh like that means so much dude because it's different man all these i mean so many comics just get in a chair and let's just smoke weed with my friends dude nobody's yeah. gonna want to watch that get get in, get on the uncomfortable man let's right. get let's get weird <laughs> i like it yeah that's 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 one of the parts about it i think uh thanks for the compliment i appreciate it but um yeah something different i mean it was like you could do that when podcasting was starting out right like, if you got in 12 years ago, like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, and you got a fan base and people want to listen to you Right, talk. right, right. But I got no fan base, so I got to get creative. <laughs> you do me either, dog. <laughs> you I know? Mean, it, it, takes, it takes fucking years and years for that to happen. Right. But it's, um, yeah, I don't know. It's something you got to think about. I, I don't know, dude. Comedy, anything creative, too, it's weird. It's like, how much do I think about my career or what I'm trying to do? And, like, yeah. how much do I just try to be funny and just it's it's a weird thing you know? it is man i mean there's no there's no written rule book for it right so it's everybody just figuring out what's you and what's authentic that guy's standing up that dude's gonna eat <laughs> yeah standing up I, I i should have told you to take a leak before we got on here because oh, things fine, could dude. get yeah there's no bathroom on board if you couldn't tell i mean you look one way i'll look the other <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we got bottles <laughs> we got bottles in here but um, i got a tin cup we'll just pay in the tin cup toss it outside hell yeah you carry that around all the time? Uh, yeah, this is my this is my bag. Usually, I, it's my hunting bag. But oh, okay. I, uh, it looks like a Moscow mule type uh, deal. So I don't usually bring the cups with me. But oh, okay. I, uh, this is just a, you know, with comedy and just daily life. It's not a purse, but fucking girls got it figured out, man. Oh yeah. Carrying around a freaking yeah, like I got my recorder. I got my cologne, two knives. Oh, yeah, this is the, uh, they got some kind of YouTube thing where you say, like, what's in my bag or what's in my, what oh, I yeah. carry around all the time. I got my pistol. Hell, yeah. Oh, you really do have a pistol. Yeah. That's awesome. It could still carry. I don't like carrying it on my person, but mm -hmm. I'll carry it in there, and if I'm going somewhere, I'll either put it on me and then take it out of my bag. Like, when I get to the club, I don't know if it's a good saying. I mean, I got my concealed handgun carry, but it's not good to let people know what you what you got on you. But when I get to the club, right. I put it in the safe. I put yeah. a safe in the club, so I know oh, that's really? where I stop every day before I leave. Because I'm—I'll be honest with you—I'm not what walking. Club? 
the creek in the cave. Oh, they got a safe in there? Little, it's just a little drop safe. Sweet. I've got the combo to it. Rebecca's got the combo to it. <laughs> oh shit. In case shit gets hairy. Um. Yeah, it definitely makes me think differently Western of book. you now. Mm-hmm. Like I was gonna, I was maybe gonna roast you a bit more, but now that I know you have a good, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm gonna mind my p's dog. and q's. Nah, dude. Just nah. happy to be here. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing. You like say. you don't. If anybody that has, um, I mean they're concealed. It's the reason that it's called concealed carry is so. I mean, you don't know. Look at those wood ducks. Oh man. Mm. Is your mouth watering? Gorgeous, dude. Yeah. You've eaten a duck. Yeah, I shot uh, four of them two days ago. Tastes like chicken, or it tastes like it's a alligator? Red meat. And so, oh, really? yeah. So it's uh, it's more, it's more similar to uh, deer meat. No, gamey is a gamey is a weird word. It, it gets bad representation. Gamey yeah. is gamey is, is good. Mean? It's just like a hunting game. I'm hunting game. It's gamey. Yeah, it's gamey. I don't when people use that, they don't use it in the correct way because it's like, um, I guess people are so used to like processed meat look at them flying look so that's two drakes and two hens the two ones in the back are drakes the males that are prettier wow. the ones in the front are hens and a drake is that exclusive a duck i never heard drake is yeah that so a male drakes duck? are only ducks so All they're right. uh what's a um, mallard uh mallard is a green head it's just a breed of duck oh, okay. so a species of duck oh, yeah. um those weren't mallards no those were wood ducks a uh, wood duck yeah how much wood could a wood duck duck? If a wood duck could duck wood. <laughs> they duck a lot of wood, dude. Especially flying through timbers. And you'll go out and hunt one of those and you'll cook it up, fry it up. What do you do with a wood duck? So I had uh, actually Gabe Davis, uh, Spencer Cavins, Ben Smith. I took them all out hunting for the first time a few weeks ago. And uh, we got back and I marinate. My favorite way to do it is uh, to marinate it uh, red wine sauce, Worcestershire sauce, shaved garlic. And then um, just let them sit in a Tupperware thing. Okay. Uh, thing of Tupperware for like 30 minutes to an hour. Just okay, Paula Dean Stanfield. Thing. Hey, dude, I love <laughs> I love cooking. If you're gonna hunt, you gotta know you gotta know how to cook this stuff. Yeah. You know, That's I, half it's half the one game of my right favorite. There. I mean, I'm a fat boy, so it's one of my favorite parts of hunting is is getting it back and making something out of it. You know. Yeah. It's 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 the the hunting parts is cool. Yeah, they're circling back around. And um, and what do you feel like hunting? Do you feel like because some people are like, ah, hunting, like, I love, it's it's pretty popular nowadays to be like a PETA or a, I love animals or yeah. don't, don't shoot animals or don't uh, abuse your dog or whatever. But what, yeah, what do you say about hunting? I, I mean, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite things of all time, man. You um, feel like it gets a bad rep sometimes? I think it does, but there's also, that's, there's a reason for that. There's people that are bad hunters. Like anybody, like the, the, you know, not hitting your dog. I don't hit my dog. Uh, I have a. Uh, I just just now uh, last week for Christmas I bought a hunting dog. Unless he uh, asks for it, right? Yeah, if he, if he's asking for it, if he if enjoys it a little bit, you can tell him. Yeah, he's, <laughs> hey, listen, I'll I'll I'll, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll oblige. Different strokes no, for different folks. Um, uh, so hunting is uh, there's a lot of I mean guys that mistreat their dogs and um, uh, mistreat their wives too. Mistreat their wives too. I mean rednecks. There's a, there's like a bad staple for them, but that's why that's one of the things I love about comedy is like changing people's perspective on that. Yeah. Know? And uh, like hunting, I said, I, I've been working on a, uh, I'm not going to do this. I fucking hate it when people do this. Um, but I'll give you 10 per- minutes under, per- inter- uninterrupted if you want. Uninterrupted. <laughs> you want to do, do a set? Stand-up, dude. And coming it's to so the stage, annoying, Dean I Stanfield. It. I fucking hate it. But I'm working on a bit where I, uh, it's so hard <laughs> to talk about 
um, like being a redneck because of because of PETA people or people have a bad stereotype. And for you're that a redneck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Okay. And yes. what is a redneck? So uh, sometimes I feel like people think it's a bad thing. And sometimes I feel like people think it's a good thing or it's a mean name. Like sometimes I feel like it's like a derogatory so. term or it's not. I don't think it's a derogatory. Right. Uh, even if people use it like that, you just turn it around on them. Like, I, I'm all right. I'm a redneck. What does that what does that mean? Yeah. You know, but um, enjoy hunting, fishing, being outdoors. Uh you know, um, like I, I don't, man, there's all different kinds of categories too. Cause like I work cattle. So yeah. technically like there's cowboy and then there's redneck. I'm a mix of the two, you well, know? So like I grew up doing, um, red, I bull redneck, cowboy. And redneck cowboy. Yeah. That's tight. Country. I would say just country. Just country. Yeah. 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 It'll be a better definition. I guess of words it. are always just whatever you want it to be. It's yeah. just however you identify. People use it, it in a derogatory way then, you know. Yeah. Did your parents but, raise you up saying you're a cowboy or you're a redneck? My dad definitely did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mom, mom was more like just country, you know. Yeah. I guess, but uh no, it's something you'd be proud of, you know, if you right. if you treat it the right way. Don't act like an asshole. Don't be the reason that people, you know, don't like that yeah. stereotype, you know? Right. And don't you feel like people is it is it more common for people to be like just have judgments about people just because people like stick to themselves more nowadays or were people always like that what do you mean like you're talking about you know comedy is cool because you get to introduce people to stuff that they wouldn't normally do and stuff and like yeah. don't you feel like now everyone's just kind of maybe part of it's like covid or it's being in the future with like the internet and stuff but it's like everything is so niched and people are yeah. just kind of like you know uh, what do you call it? Preacher to the choir type stuff where it's like, I just listen to who I like. I, I don't go out and try to experience other things or I'm not. Oh, man, I think you should be to stuff. open to stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think. And uh, I mean, that's one of the reasons I took the comics out hunting is, uh, you know, it's it's something that you you would not normally experience. Yeah. And I think just try crap. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You know, right. if it's not for you, it's not for you. If you don't like killing stuff, that's totally understandable. Yeah. You know, I'm not holding that against anybody. But um, I think you should try it every, you know, and especially if you're a vegan and you don't want to kill something, that's fine. But if you're a meat eater, like if you eat meat oh yeah, and you're not willing to kill it and process it and learn how that process goes just even once, yeah, then I mean, you're kind of a hypocrite. You you're know? a hypocrite. Yeah, you're willing to eat, you're willing to take advantage of other people's you know, and it's fine if you right. if you acknowledge that, but I think I think everybody should do it once. You know, yeah. and um, it should be like a mandatory. Like if you want to eat meat, you got to go out. Like and they have a class in high school. Freaking hard it is, man. It's not. It's not a. Like I said, we went uh, what out two days ago. Shot four, but before that, I think I went six different times before I shot something. Whoa! I mean, we're just out there. I mean, it. You it's, suck. It's called hunting, not fishing, or it's called hunting, not killing. Yeah. So like, if we're going killing. It's different. Like I know, we know. I know that spot's going, but right. Um, like Central Texas, right now, it hadn't gotten cold, so the ducks aren't here. Uh -huh. So either I can travel up north to go duck hunting, or just try to shoot the ducks that are around here. There's just not very many. Yeah. So some days you go out and it sucks sitting out there all day, but yeah. it, it's it's how you it's how you you know it's how you look at it because I'm outside. I'm in nature. Yeah. Usually I'm having a beer. Right. You know I'm uh you know smoke a couple cigarettes and enjoy. You know, you don't, oh, there's, so those are bluebills. You see, Hell it's yeah. black body. If you look, 
they've got you know blue bills. I think their their real name is Scalps, Greater and Lesser Scalps. Mm, so I see. Your man, I just water. love being in. I just love being in nature, man. Yeah, dude. See all kinds of different animals. See how they work. Right. I think that was the other thing with this podcast. It was like COVID wise and like everybody's indoors when I started this and it's like just getting out and you gotta being outdoors is so dude, for the longest time humans were outdoors all the time. Yeah, we're supposed to be. And then one day we made indoors and then everyone's like, Oh, indoors, let's just do that all the time. It's like, no, like you're an animal. Yeah. You're we're monkeys. Supposed to be outside, dude. Yeah, we're supposed to be So as do you think you think we used to be monkeys? I think we're still monkeys. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's one thing that I think I don't jive with. Like, like the redneck community was like, fucking people think we're monkeys. And I'm yeah. like, I mean, <laughs> I think we kind of were. <laughs> I mean, that's just another, like, word, too. It's like, what yeah. do you, I mean, do you Be think careful we're, how like, you complete? Say monkeys. We're oh, just be- out here. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be a sea monkey after this. It's just no cut. You in. Yeah, don't be in there. All right. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna have to cut out of this. Uh, that's the other thing I tell people. We can cut out whatever. Like okay. I, I edit all these. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. If at the end of this, for some reason, you're like, you know what? I don't want any if of I that. If I say it out loud, know? if I say it out loud, I'm I'm all right with it being put out there. Okay, sweet. If I say something, you know, if and it's and it's not the way it should be said, and it whatever makes a controversy, and I learn from it, then I learn from it. You know. Yeah. You know, I think it's different. But also, how comics talk to each other and how regular people talk to each other is yeah, a, a, a big difference. <laughs> right. I mean, sometimes I think about that, like, is there certain things? Because obviously... 100% you, there are. <laughs> yeah, like, we're talking right now, and yeah. I'm conscious that the camera's on, so I think I, I get myself a little reserved and stuff. Yeah. And maybe my grandma's going to watch this, so, you Dude, know. does that not scare you? I can't release, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm only four years in, so I probably have a, I mean, I know I have at least another four or five until I can release a special, uh, realistically, um, just all, where my career path is going, but, like, I'm traveling around the country now, and I'm like, it's, it's getting, it's getting more and more and more of my stuff is out there, and my grandma watches my stuff, <laughs> but I, I got to just be my little brothers and sisters watch my stuff. My aunts and uncles. Yeah. Um, I used to be big in the church and they all watch my stuff. Yeah. And so it's, dude, it gets rough. I put stuff out and I'm really excited about it. And I think about it. I'm like, crap. Like I've got a really good blowjob joke Yeah. that I love doing, mm. but like it's, it's such an act out thing and it's so dirty that like, I can't, I haven't, I haven't had the. I haven't had the balls to put it out yet because yeah. I know my and my cousins are assholes. Like they'll show her. It's <laughs> cute girls, dude. You ever picked up a girl from here? Like got a number? No. Let's do it today, dude. I have a uh, girlfriend, but oh, okay. But I can we'll still turn the cameras on for a minute. Right? Like yeah, that's nothing. Let her know that hey, there's options. You know, <laughs> 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 you're not doing anything with it. You know, yeah. just. And so she'll see this too. So maybe I got to cut that out or no. No, you shouldn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you um, didn't say anything. I said it. I didn't know you were a good girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> if we start thinking about the stuff, we'll cut out. <laughs> we'll just do this, and if whatever we need to cut, we can cut. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I trust you, man. I trust you. You're not yeah, trying I to trust end you my too. career. Yeah. You got a gun, and, I, and yeah. I'm still here. <laughs> I haven't, forget about the guy. I dove overboard. Dude, I've never... Dude, I don't even think I've shot a gun. Really? Oh, let me take you out. You want? What are you doing after this? I got a gun my range. Open mic at five. 
On the way over, on the way, on the way <laughs> to, I know a couple gun <laughs> rages. You just go pop it off a couple times. Dang, that'd dude. be pretty cool. Can I pop it off here? Or is that illegal? No, it's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. So when is it legal? Like if somebody starts ramming our boat, can we shoot them? Yeah. Okay. If they're acting up, I'll give them a couple warnings. I'll give them a couple yeah. warnings, and then I'll do a water pop. Like, hey, mother. Bah. Yeah. He keeps coming. And you just grew up shooting stuff, shooting people, it, shooting animals. Yeah, dude. Uh, I've only I've only ever shot two people. <laughs> uh, you're definitely gonna take that out. Nah, dude. I uh, I mean, oh, there's another wood done. Um. I'm gonna stop doing that. That's gonna get annoying. You're like a golden podcast. retriever. You're just gonna make that. Yeah, I am. Actually, I just got a golden. That's my. Really? That's my. Yeah, my new pup. Dude, a uh, golden retriever. That's nice, dude. Her name's Scarlet. She's she's a red. So she's a field retriever. Technically, oh yeah. But nobody mm. knows what a field retriever is, and so they're nice, the nice red auburn coat. They used to oh. looking good in the fall time with the leaves changing. Oh, so you do you have you seen one? I don't know. I'm just oh. guessing. I've Here. seen the red golden retrievers. So those are field retrievers. Oh yeah, she's hot. She's such a good girl. Puppy. Puppy. One year nice, old. And we just dude. got her back from uh uh somebody sent her off to get like professionally trained and they didn't want her when she yeah. got back. And so she like German or something? A, there was a there was a problem with it. I don't know if she was racist or what, but um they didn't like her when she got back. I think the I think the story was the lady had a baby. They had a baby in between cuz it takes like Six months of training. Oh, yeah. And so they had that baby. And when they got back, the wife wasn't. And so this is a fully trained dog that, like, right. not fully trained. We got to train her up. But she knows how to sit, heal, retrieve. She's force-fetched. There's been a gunshot force over fetched. her. So force-fetched is. Um, I think I've seen that on Pornhub. What is oh, that? Oh, yeah. Is that, a, is, that, is that a Pornhub category? <laughs> I got to research that now. Uh, no, force-fetching is uh, where you make, you know, you make them hold it in their mouth. Oh, yeah. And so, definitely uh, seen it. Um, and. Also, where they, because uh, um, they love playing fetch, but to get them to understand that it's they, they've got a job to do, you know, because it's uh, a, yeah. it's a game. We're, we're that's what we're working. We're working, yeah. but you know, there's times to be serious, especially when guns come out. Mm. You know, if she's if she's breaking away and going after every little thing that jumps in the water yeah. and trying to retrieve it for you, bringing a stick. That's not what we're doing. We're playing. We're playing when we're playing with sticks, but right now we're hunting. And yeah. so we got to be cool and calm. And so to get him in that mentality, it's it's the process is called force fetching. And it's probably the hardest part of training a dog is getting them to force fetch, getting them to, to separate that line between uh, hunting and, and playing. Yeah, it's good you know? time. And yeah, it's good time. And I mean, but that's like she's my hunting buddy now. Yeah. And so and I've had three or four hunting dogs in my life that um, the more the more you make it a game and the more you make it fun for them, yeah. the better they're going to be, you know, right. having a happy dog with that energy around just is good for anything. Yeah. You know? If you're sitting out there cold and miserable and your dog's cold and miserable, you're not going to have a fun time. But if you're out there, you know, having a good yeah. time and there's not ducks aren't flying, go throw a dummy for her so she can have fun for a little bit and then get back yeah. in. And now it's time to be cool. And do you uh, feel like you're at the uh, point where if you have a baby come along the way, you're going to get rid of the baby before the dog? Oh, yeah. That baby's, that baby's hitting the bricks, dude. Right, I'll right. put him up for adoption. Yeah. For sure. Because I feel like people, that's always an well, excuse. We got rid of the dog because we had a baby. It's no, like, you just couldn't You couldn't handle both of them. Yeah. You could have. you just lazy. It's, people are lazy. That's the problem. Right. Most people are lazy. Dude, and what's a kid that grew up that never had a pet? Like, ah, a bunch of them now. I know. Dude, and there's so much. That's a problem with kids these days. They're yeah. not growing up without pets. We had dogs all the freaking time. Oh, there's a turtle behind you. Oh, shit. He just went down. Um, do you have anybody have come in here and fish? I was going to throw out some jug lines. 
Oh, dude, we never have, but that'd be sick. Next time I do this episode. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already playing in my next one. Yeah, yeah, I was already sitting out here. We could just, like, put a couple jug lines out yeah. and then just circle around, and when they start moving, start paddling, chase them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever been fishing? I went fishing once, and uh, that reminded me earlier when you said, uh, you know, hunting, you don't catch shit, but it's still fun. Um, yeah, just being outdoors, I went fishing one time. I didn't, I caught one fish, but it was like an accidental caught. Like, it, I don't know if it counts because I caught. <laughs> if, you like pull, he, if you pull him in, dude, that counts. <laughs> I dog. did pull him in, but he, uh, I think he accidentally ran into it because it caught him on the side. Like, it wasn't oh, a you, mouth yeah, catch. Yeah, foul hooked him. Foul hooked. Yeah. So, uh, technically, you can't keep those, but. Yeah. I caught that fish and Game I caught Warm's myself like um, five times. And you caught yourself five yeah. times, five <laughs> different times. I like kept going. Ba- I was fly fishing, so I kept. Oh, dude! I kept hitting myself. You went fishing for the first time and went fly fishing. <laughs> yeah, it was in That's Idaho. Bad ass. It was fun. I went fly fishing and uh, so I love I love fly fishing. Um, regular fishing is what I do the most. But we went up to Alaska uh, last year, and uh, I went fishing on the Kenai, mm. which is a big, uh, big. Uh, one of the biggest rivers in Alaska, or one of the most like well-known for for salmon. Yeah, and I caught caught salmon. I saw a grizzly bear. What, dude? Just like we're we're Did probably you shit your pants. We're on that side of the river, like in we're in the river walking. Yeah, and he is. I mean, like right right where those trees are over there. I mean, yeah. just hundred yards away, and just sitting down. I was scared shitless. My yeah. cousins are there smoking weed and fishing, and just just token on a joint and they're like oh man look at that grizzly bear i'm like have you lost your damn minds yeah like that's a like that's a grizzly bear let's get the hell out of here and they're like yeah. nah dude like we got you know we got pistols in case he gets wild i was like all right dude well if he gets wild i'm leaving you guys yeah <laughs> i'm out of here i'll be the first one out <laughs> damn Texas, we don't mountain lions are the only thing i have to worry about but i've been i've gone on like week-long hunting trips yeah. um at the deer lease or in the fort davis mountains where I'm the only, it's just me, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's fine because I don't have to worry about anything, you know, unless the cartels, like, hop the border and, you know, start a problem. But that's never really going to happen. <laughs> I've got the gun in case it happens, and I'll dream about it happening, but it's not yeah. really going to happen. And so, but they're, like, everything can kill you. Yeah. You know, they got black bears. They got uh, grizzly bears. They got, you know, um, even elk, elk or moose. If they right. see you, they'll fuck you up. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. And at the end of the day, a mountain lion is just a cat. So you just got to put yourself in that mindset. Bring a ball of yarn or something. Just, you know, normal cat stuff. I think if if you if we ran into a mountain lion, it's it's getting us. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think if it wants to, most of the time they don't want to. Right. Like, there's not you're not worth the risk to yeah. them. But if it's starving and it's like you're its last option, like, I don't know. I'm a bad I, – I, I consider myself a – like, I'm not, like, going to roll over and die. Yeah. But – it's gonna. I, it, it might get me. <laughs> it's most Dude, mountain lions, even though it's starving, and they're a fucking. That's a giant. That's a giant ass animal. It's a big boy. And they're used to. They're practicing killing all the time. Oh How yeah. How many times do you practice killing? Like with your Zero. bare hands. I mean, video games. That doesn't really count. Nah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if I didn't have a gun on me, especially even if I had a gun, I don't know. Uh, you yeah. only got like they teach you in uh, in concealed carry class. But when you pull your gun, if the person is like five, ten feet away, most likely they can get to you before you can pull your gun and shoot them. Wow. So, I mean, if that's why if somebody's coming at you, like you gotta like already be sticking your hand out, ready to 
to hit them or do something before you grab your gun. Yeah. Because if you're fumbling with your gun and they're on top of you, they're just going to push it into you and pull the trigger right. and then, you know, shoots you. Would you ever consider carrying around like a grenade or like a Dude, if I could explosives? buy a grenade, I would always walk around with a grenade. So that <laughs> It's illegal yeah. for a reason because <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> but that's like the last, because, you know, if you're going down and you're like, this guy's going to kill me, at least you can blow both of you up. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good move. Be a good way to die. Some kind of bomb That's a biodegradable match. Yeah. If I'm going down, you're going down with me. Mm, no. Wouldn't it be cool to just like pull a like get a real grenade, but just have it de decommissioned, and if somebody walks at you, just pull the pin and toss it to them <laughs> and see what they do, see what you're about, dog. <laughs> you yeah. know it's not gonna go off. Yeah. I might they get some fake grenades just to like keep on like. Like how people have a chain wallet or something, mm -hmm. but just keep them on my side, you know? I feel like that's a strong look. It is a strong look. You probably get her pulled over. <laughs> cops are definitely going to have some questions for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're actually going to let you walk around like that. Yeah. And so, yeah, you have a gun. That's crazy. But, yeah, um, fill up whatever you need. I got beers in here, too, if you want one. Cool. Um, I got a... Uh, coffee in here i'm just making myself at home dude yeah. i was thinking about it in the beginning of this episode where i was like when i was asking about uh paddling i was like man it's gonna be hard for me to just sit here while you do all the work and it'd be kind of a problem dude <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm just i'm just gonna relax man man sometimes unfortunately i, I call brian i call brian lazy but i'm i'm pretty oh, yeah, lazy dude. myself yeah dude it, it uh Relaxing feels. Can you relax? Do you feel like you're good at relaxing after you work hard? Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Well, that's what back. I like about like working hard. Like when I'm doing stuff, I'm going and like I'm, you know, I try to go full tilt at all times so that when I do relax, I don't feel bad about it. I don't like, I don't like feeling bad about relaxing. Yeah, you know. So I'd rather just do everything I can and you know fill up my day. So at the end of the day, I'm. I'm relaxed because that's when it know? feels the best yeah because if you get to earn it if you don't earn your relax you don't you're never really relaxed because you're feeling bad about not doing this or not doing that or you right. feel guilty later like if i if i take like a full day off and just relax that's not like if i relax i'm going hunting yeah that's how i'm gonna relax you mm -hmm. know or or i'm gonna go i don't just be in nature or i don't know i can't just like watch a movie you ever have sex relax. in the woods or anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah, dude. No, he, here's what's even better now. <laughs> having sex in the woods is great. You know, uh, fucking in a deer blind is great. But jacking off in a deer blind is one of the best feelings in the world, really? dude. You're by yourself. You're uh, deer hunting. You're just, you know, you're just waiting, you know. Out of that, get a good uh, blind jack is what we call them. Yeah. So you're sitting out there just fucking in nature. Just get your, you know, get your, not jollies off. And what do you look at, like a, a good-looking tree, or nah, you try dude. to catch a squirrel, you just, you just or what? Close your, close your eyes and remember that 19-year-old that you had sex with in that parking lot in Nixon, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> she was great, man. Yeah. Wow. You just remember that. you got to use your imagination. That's why I think that's another thing. People just go so quick to porn. Oh, yeah. Quit watching porn. Right. If you've never, and now, if, you've, well, if you're like 15, 16, and you've never seen a good pair of titties, yeah. But yeah. just close your eyes and remember the best set of titties that you had. And then right. just fucking let it go, dude, yeah. you know? But can you imagine? Use your imagination. Imagine if you're 15, I mean, this sounds nearly impossible, but if you could save the first titty for a real-life titty, like, that'd be If pretty, you could save the first titty. That you, you ever seen was first, in real life. Like was you, in real life. You'd never seen oh, a real, like, dude, that'd be pretty awesome. That'd be amazing. Yeah. 
I don't know because you kind of build it up. Like I don't know. I I didn't. I never watched porn until I had sex. So I really you yeah. never checked it out when you were twelve or something. Like we didn't have a computer. Really? No, I didn't have a computer until like we had like the only computer that I was around was like the school computer, and you couldn't yeah. watch it like that. And you so you ever caught a nudie mag or something like that? Yeah, in the nudie woods? mags. Did they yeah. had nudie mags in the woods. Yeah, nudie mag. There's always a hidden one. If you yeah. look under most trees, there's a nudie mag somebody's oh, yeah. hid. Now maybe nowadays it's not, but back in the day, yeah. yeah. Florence, under Texas. Pillow or I know there's like that. no. I so check this out. I used to hide it. I cut a slit under my bed. Okay. And I hid them under the carpet. And Whoa. so when my dad uh, and I forgot about him. And so when I moved out, just like two years ago, my dad was uh, pulled out all the carpet in the house and replaced it. And it's now my little brother's room. <laughs> and so he would have gotten trouble, but my dad looked and he's like, "This is from fucking 2010." He <laughs> was like, "There's no way he got a 10 year old nudie mag." And he, <laughs> he called me up. He's like, "I found your nudes." I was like, "No shit, you save them." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So so, but then you. Got into, you started getting into porn after you had sex. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just I got an iPhone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah. there. So I was uh, sixteen and right. uh, seventeen. I think I uh, I got my um, seventeen or eighteen. It was my senior year in high school. I got it, and I'd seen a videotape. Somebody had a DVD that we we uh, we passed around football locker room. Everybody oh, just yeah. you know, buddy gives it to another professional. Buddy. Huh? Or was it a personal somebody? No, it homemade? was it was a professional film. Professional. Yeah, nobody that we're watching at sixteen, you're not fucking well. You know, you're doing, you're just figuring it out. That was another thing I really liked about the first girl that I uh, that I had sex with. Um, you we both. Shout her she out? just. She just. Nah. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she wouldn't mind. I don't think. I don't know. Anyway, we. Uh, we'll uh, include she's her. Got a, she's got a. She's got a husband now, so I don't think he'd like me telling uh, the story, but. Yeah. We just, man, it was great because we both had no idea what we were doing, yeah. and we were. She was just so, she was so honest and uh, and like chill about it mm. that she was just like, "Do you want to just figure this out?" And she would just let me eat her pussy <laughs> until I figured it out. She'd be like, "Do this and do this." Wow. Like she didn't know. She's like, "That feels good. Do that more." And I was <laughs> like, "All right." I just got free lessons from. I mean, I guess you never pay for them, but yeah, you know, it, it was, was almost good. like it a was gym good for me. You could go to. Yeah, you're because you don't know, and, and you're so both people are so awkward. That yeah. you want to act like you're the one that knows what you're doing, mm-hmm. and she wants to act like she's too scared to tell you that, or you know, worried that you're gonna, you know, feel bad about it. Yeah. But when you're that young, you know, you're just like, hey, neither of us know what we're doing. Let's just try to figure it out, you know. Wow. And mostly mine was just trying not to come fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, it's pretty it's messed still to up. This day, still try to figure that out. It's pretty messed up how uh, how that works. Like girls, it's like. You got to figure it out with them, but guys, it's kind of just like that. She and she kept asking easy. me that. She was like, "Is this good?" I'm like, "It's all good." <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why did God do that? Do you think? Oh Is man, there some deep meaning to that. I think he just. I don't know. Maybe he's an asshole. <laughs> I, I feel like God. <laughs> it's screwed, so unfair. <laughs> I feel like God screwed girls over in a lot of ways. But not when it. Well, when it comes to coming, if they don't get a guy that knows, that's willing to just like work with them. Yeah. You know. But you gotta have a period too, and you gotta, you gotta have a baby. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> like what? No, sucks they definitely about got the shit into the deal on that. Yeah. And it's weird because like you saw the ducks. So the male in every species is the most beautiful, in really? every species. Wow. I think does across the board. Gay? What if does it does it make them gay? No, you. Because you said it. Why does it make me gay? 
because you said the Is man. it okay to be gay? What, what's wrong with being gay, Nico? No, I'm not. Is there I'm something nothing. wrong with being gay? <laughs> <laughs> but it, but animal-wise, <laughs> are no, you I bestialist? Think, uh, Beastie, no. I think they're pretty. I'm not trying to fuck a duck. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Women are pretty, but that's that's the point. So women are... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to fuck a duck. <laughs> I'm trying to fuck a duck. Listen. Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, I think that, uh, like, in every uh, species, like lions, the yeah. pretty one is the male. In ducks, the pretty mm-hmm. one's the male. Birds, all of the birds, they're, yeah. they're attracting the women. Right. But in our species, most of the time, the women are the more pretty ones. But isn't know? that preference? I mean, don't, don't other I don't think ducks so. think that the, don't they think the women are hotter? Isn't it just what, because we like bright colors or fluffy things or whatever? I don't know. No, it's an attractant to the female. I guess is the, is the reason they but, do it. But the 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 male duck does mm-hmm. he look at the other male ducks and go Maybe they're so. prettier than the girls or does he into the shitty looking ducks? Well, they're all just brown, bland ducks. Yeah. They don't have howdy howdy. Um, uh, yeah, they're just brown and bland. They're not pretty. I mean, I guess it might be a preference thing, but yeah, I don't know. they all just look the same. What's wrong you know? with brown? What's wrong? <laughs> You're going to back me in a corner on this one. <laughs> Is that what you just tried to do? We're going to make this no, whole podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, but no, I, feel like, I feel like uh, you're, um, you have a mullet. I do have a mullet. Um, I'm probably not and the first have, to tell you that. Yeah, no, I heard three times a day already. Am I coming up to a mullet? You're getting close, man. If you would just, if you would just, you just got to trim the side. Dude, honestly, you would have a really good mullet. <laughs> if you would Thank just you. trim the sides and uh, trim the top. Wow. I've never been told that. I'm blushing. Um, but yeah, you have a mullet and, um, that's kind of like the main of like you kind of flipped it. Like, yeah, 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 you kind of flipped it and became an animal where the animals are prettier than. Are you calling me pretty? Yeah. <laughs> are you gay now? Objectively, <laughs> objectively. <laughs> like maybe if a uh, maybe if a duck looked at you next looked to a me. female, yes. it'd just be like. Well, You're this one's more, more flashy. Well, here's the, here's the, here's where I think the argument stands: is if you get the most beautiful woman, and you put her on a pedestal, right. and then you get the most beautiful man, and you put him on a pedestal, I think objectively across the board, everybody's going to be like the woman's the most pretty. Like the guy could be most like, what is he going to have? You know, big muscles or, you know, like that's yeah something else. That's more maybe. Like dangerous, right? Like men are more dangerous. Women are more pretty. You know. Yeah. I'm trying to make stereotypes here. You're gonna back me in a corner. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, also girls uh, maybe don't care about being pretty in a partner as much, right? Yeah. They're, they're I less... bet that's how our that's how we like the evolution of yeah. it. Yeah. So maybe the ducks are the the male duck is flipped and he's into the personality of the ugly females. Maybe so. Let's ask him. Let's interview him. But yeah, you have a uh, you have a mullet, and um, it's. Do you ever feel like having a mullet? Um, it's like uh, that's all people talk about. Definitely, there's been times where uh, um, comics have been like, "Oh, it's you know, if you cut the mullet, you wouldn't be funny," mm-hmm. or like it's your personality, yeah. and. Uh, I definitely have to work against that. Like, 
in like in my comedy you can't because I hate it when people like have a thing like a fat guy and he's just always got fat jokes you know Mm. but it's a thing that you're you know like living through so it's fine I'm not you know hating on fat comedians that only talk about their you know fatness but you have a little more like you know diversity to you so I think it helps in a way if you have something about you that's you know makes you stand out and you don't acknowledge it as much yeah it it helps you know yeah but definitely man I just I I grew it out as a joke honestly Mm. like just I just wanted to have a mullet and I thought it was going to be dumb and stupid and I would shave it off in a year you know but I just wanted it one time and I grew it out and I'm like it fucking looks good dude (laughs) (laughs) and now now it's like and it's a good way to market yourself and there's no there's no um uh there's no I want to say no redneck there's so few redneck comedians that if you brand yourself, it's all about, I mean, branding, you know? Yeah. And, and if you can be authentic with it, like I'm not just, I don't just have a mullet and then I'm like a hipster, you know? Yeah. Like I hunt and fish at least twice a week. I try my best to go out twice a week. Um, and I grew up on a ranch. I was a bull rider. Yeah. Um, so everything that it's about me, I'm it's not, it's not unauthentic, you know? Right. And, um, I could shotgun a beer with the best of them. Uh, Do you want a shotgun one right now? I shot one right now, dude. Yeah. I got my (laughs) keys. I got my shotgun keys. (laughs) But I can't do it. Huh? You don't have a water in there or something? What? You can shotgun a water. Won't that fuck me up? No. Why would it fuck you up? Should I? I never have shotgun to beer ever. Mm. Should I do it? You should do it, dude. I'm not trying to talk you into anything here, but I'm I'm talking you into it. Part of me thinks that shotgunning a beer is going to make us tip over. No, not if you do it right. You're you're working with a professional here. All right, I got three beers in here. You what kind? What else do you do? You have uh, water or? I have water. Do you want to just? You can shotgun a water. You can shotgun a beer. Dude, I feel like shotgunning a water. Yeah, I did it yesterday. You shotgunned a water. Yeah, we were actually actually just we were uh, we were messing around. We we're working, and uh, one of the guys was like, "Shotgun it." I was like, "Fuck it." I I just feel like I never want to be a person. I don't know if I'd ever play Would You Rather, I mean, uh, or Never Have I Ever. Yeah. But Shotgun to Water? <laughs> that sounds crazy. That sounds, it sounds wild, dude. It sounds pretty punk rock if you take it the right way. No, it sounds so lame, dude. <laughs> if, if I'm going to be here and you shotgun a beer and I shotgun a water, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to put that out for people to see, <laughs> that's so embarrassing. Wait, you want... So, so are you doing a beer? Dude, I said I'm down to do a beer, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So, wait. I got these three beers. Which ones will be the easiest for me because I'm a beginner? Uh, what is it? What do you, what do you have? We got Blonde we Ale. Got a Blonde Ale. We got a Texas Lager. Okay, not the lager. And a low-calorie well, IPA. Don't do the IPA for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so we'll and it's a crapshoot between. Which ones? I'd do the 4% because it's not going to be as heavy on the alcohol. Cool, cool. All right. This one's got like a plastic on the outside. I wonder if. Uh... This is for sure gonna be the episode where we fall. <laughs> okay, so let's here pass it to me on the paddle. That's not gonna work. Yeah, it is. Oh, on here. Yeah, yeah. But when I give it back, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna show you how to do it on mine. I know how to do it. Okay. All right. I mean, I know. Uh, I've seen it. No, um, 
No, but I mean, who's not seen? Like I said, I went to my brother's bachelor party. Okay. Uh, my whole family drinks, you know? Okay, so I'll do mine. This is a shotgun key. So it does. You got a fits. shotgun key. Yeah. So so you got the, uh, we're going to do a lesson right here. Yeah. You got, so you want to go where the top is. Yeah. You want to make sure it's not twisted like that. It's to the side. And then there's an air bubble in here. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you got to find the air bubble. Yeah. Right. So you tilt it up so the air butt sits right here so you don't spill any beer. And it just fits on the edge like this. And it just goes in. Oh! And then you just get it the rest of the way with your thumb. Wow. Just like that. All right, I'll toss you this and I'll toss you the beer. Okay, we're going to make Dude, this. Dude, I'm nervous. I feel like I'm going on. I feel like my first time before an open mic. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, dude. There it is. So, yeah, get it. Make sure you tilt it. I don't want to do this so bad. <laughs> this is going to okay. suck. Dude, make sure your make sure your lid is faced the right way so it doesn't spill. Oh, towards So, when you grab it, you're going to tip it like this, and then we're going to tip it back. <laughs> okay? <laughs> dude, I'm shitting my pants right now. Okay, <laughs> right go. there? Yeah, right, right there. And then just... Oh, baby. That was a <laughs> so take your thumb and just push it in the rest of the way so you got a big hole to open it up. I'm going to throw up, dude. <laughs> Already. Just that little drop that got in my mouth <laughs> is making me want to be. <laughs> Fuck beer, dude. Uh, I said I wasn't going to peer pressure you. <laughs> you didn't peer pressure me at all, dude. That's this right, is all right, me right. um, wanting okay, to so you fit in. Make a big hole right there, right? Let me put this paddle down. God damn. Okay, so I got to put my one way and I'll too. lean the other so we don't both lean the same way. Oh my god. You're going to get it close. And when you go down, make sure you put a bit make sure you put your mouth over that deal so it doesn't spill out the sides. So I got my this. thing here. Do I want to put it here this yes. way? Yes. So you open it up and then you want to tilt it like this so that it's not spilling out and then when you throw your head back, throw it like that. Don't throw it back. Should we do one at a time? No, I can do them a second. Okay, I'm not gonna. Ready? Cheers. Hell yeah, buddy. Oh man. Mm. A little foam left in it. My first ever shotgun beer with uh, Dean Stanfield. Hell yeah, dude. That's it. Man. You know, it's funny. Shotgunning. So maybe loosen it up if you can. That right there. Shotgunning a beer, it doesn't taste as bad. Because, like, it almost just kind of was just, like, soda water. When it's going down. When it's going down. You don't have to sit in that. Oh, I got you. So, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. You thought you were going to throw up. Yeah, no. I mean, let's do another one. <laughs> just kidding. What if I started something? <laughs> Dude, I was with Chris Reese. We went to Oklahoma. Uh, to the uh, Bricktown Comedy Club for the I weekend. Know, that's awesome, dude. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. Um, so we went there for the weekend. Uh, we did uh, six shows with uh, Mike Cronin. And uh, um, 
we were there. So we went to the uh, casinos that are over there because you can go to casinos. Oh yeah. And Chris, it was me, Adam, Lucky, and Chris Reese. But uh, so we decide to uh, we don't have anything to do during the day. We're just waiting for the shows at night. And so we went to a casino. Yeah. And we spent eight hours just gambling. We took a hundred dollars each, and we were like, we when it's out, it's out. We'll go find something else to do. Adam ended up winning two hundred and eighty dollars on a slot machine, and I won. I lost. Uh, I got down to like ten bucks, and then I got up to one hundred and fifty. Uh, but Chris Reese, Adam, and I had both been gambling. Chris was like, "I don't want to go because I'm not gonna have fun," and he's like, "I don't have a lot of money, and so I've only got like you know twenty bucks." And we were like, "Dude, just put it in and have fun. You know, we'll we'll we'll, yeah. we'll be having a good time." It's, and he was like, "I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to waste my money." And we're like, "No, it's fine, dude. Just do it." You know, with peer pressure him. And as soon as he sat down, he got like ten minutes in. And he was having a sip of, uh, like, Jack and Coke. And he looked up and he was like, hey, guys, I, I like gambling. <laughs> and we were like, oh, no, this isn't good. <laughs> we might have started something here. Yeah, can you imagine, like, fast forward, like, a year from now, I'm, like, He's just rehab. a degenerate gambler, yeah. I'm in rehab because of this shotgun beer. Because <laughs> this yeah. is the start. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, gambling's, dude, gambling... I think everyone, I think you, everyone would like gambling if you win sometimes, or if you Dude. just get a taste of that. No, it's it's the taste of the the losing is the is the intense part. It's it's putting your money out there, and then having like I had I won the biggest time. I think the most money I won was I took fifteen hundred dollars to uh, Vegas on a bachelor party, and I love craps. Like if there was a craps table within six hours of here, I would have a problem. Mm. Like, if it was, like, two, three hours away, I can never live in a place that has a craps table. That's yeah. just, it's too much. I know where my limits are, but there for a little bit, I would take a, um, I would take $1,500, and the way to do it is you go, this money is already being spent. Like, this, I'm, I'm paying for, Your I'm paying college. to have fun. I'm not, I'm not, if I walk away with no money, I'm fine with it. Yeah. And then you have that mentality, but... While I was there, I just I hit a roll, and it was like forty five minutes long, mm. and I was putting like three hundred dollar bets down. Yeah, and it's like when it when it happens, it's like it's the fear of you losing that's mm. so like your adrenaline starts running, and you're like fuck, I got three hundred dollars. It could be in my pocket right now, but I'm instead I'm gonna bet that I'm gonna make six hundred dollars. Yeah. you know, and it's like that rush is it's Ooh. it's fucking. It's intense, man. I can understand why. I 100% can understand why people get addicted to it. Yeah, dude. Like, if you don't check yourself, like, it's uh, it's bad. It ruins so many people's lives. Yeah, dude. Like, the casino is always going to win. Right. Like, they're always going to come out ahead. If it's not on you, it's on everybody that's standing around you seeing you have fun. Right. And wanting to, wanting to get in there and do it, you know? Dude, and isn't it, like, the best escape ever when you're locked into a bet you can't think about anything else in the world but what's right there in front if you Nothing bet on a football matters. game or something like that yeah. you cannot give a shit about what you don't even know what sport it is but if you have 20 bucks on it yeah you're in there. now you're dude. excited that's what yeah. i love doing about ufc fights like a lot of people are like oh why do you like ufc or why do you you know or uh like what's the what's the draw of it um yeah. just watching dudes beat each other up no man i put five dollars on a guy, <laughs> yeah. and now it's me and my buddy. Yeah, I guess like dude. now I'm that guy's biggest fan, dude. I'm right, like fucking dude. hit him, dude. Fucking. That's my. It's brother. so much fun, dude. That's my brother. Yeah, dude. Dude, fighting is crazy. I, mm. I've been watching a little bit of UFC too. Yeah. And uh, morally, I don't, I don't, 
I don't like it. I yeah. think it's bad. But it for but you, well, it's just like uh, this is an interesting concept. It's barbaric, right? It is. Yeah. And it's, I feel bad. You know, why that dude's making five hundred thousand dollars? I feel bad for all the guys that don't make it. Right, and that's most of them. Yeah. There's one Conor McGregor, and there's yeah, a but lot you're giving of, that person an opportunity to be the best in the world, and it's his choice if he's going to be the best oh, in the world. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But there's there's other things in life where the government says we don't want to give you the choice to like places outlaw gambling, places outlaw yeah. prostitution, places outlaw certain drugs because they know. That people are going to do it, but we don't want to... That's a problem. Don't let the government do any of that crap. Right, right. Don't but I'm tell you... Is there anything that you think should be illegal? Um, I, I felt like, okay, well, this one might get controversial, but um, I, am, I used to be a pretty devout Christian. Uh, I'm not anymore. But one thing that I still think that's... Um, one thing that I still... Uh, I, I don't, for lack of a better word, jive with, with that community is uh, abortions, mm. and so I don't think abortions should be legal. I think it should be a moral decision that everybody has to make. But I don't think you should make it so, like, easily accessible and just where you can just like, like it's at a Seven Eleven, you can just pop in and get an abortion whenever you want. Oh yeah, drive through. Yeah, like a drive, like it fucking. You shouldn't have it like that. It should be regulated, and it should right. be, you know, where the person has to like, hey, you're, you're, you know, you, know, you might be taking a life here, you know. Like, let's yeah. think about what you're doing, and so you're not just, you know, wear protection and do all of that. Like that should be more regulated, but it shouldn't be against the law, you know. Yeah. Like there's things like that. Like I think heroin. If you want to kill yourself on heroin, I mean, I think fucking kill yourself on heroin. You know, if that's how you, if that's how you want to go out. You know, yeah. I think I, I definitely have like a, a more of a laxed feeling on that. But I think everything should be on on your your decision to do things. Once you're you know, an adult, it's like, bro, if you're if that's how you're going to do it, that's how you're going to do it. Cause, and that's because and I never felt that way until I knew junkies, like until I knew like I've got a lot of good friends of mine, r- r- comics in the comedy community. There's a few heroin addicts and they are if they if they can't, they're going to get it however they can. Yeah. And it don't matter. It's illegal right now, but they're still getting it, and they're still going to get it. It's still going to ruin their life. Yeah, let's put them on blast. Start naming names. Yeah, let's get yeah. These people <laughs> I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> He's a really good friend of mine. That is, and uh, we are we you know have talked to him a few times and had some you know really good conversations with him, and um, and I've seen him OD. You know, I've been there when when he when he OD'd, and that's it's um that is it's a it's a it's a rough thing to see out of somebody. You know, and, that and somebody tough. that's regular most of the time, yeah. you know, and then you see you see that you see that happen. And you want to do something for them. But you that's the problem with humans is you can't unless they make that decision for themselves. You can't you can't you can't beat it into them. You can't do anything. They're going to they're going to find a way until they make that decision for themselves. So it's really it's point, the, the point is mute. You can't you're not going to do anything for it. You know, not going to do yeah. anything for them unless they make that decision. But. Eh, but maybe making it more readily available. I don't know, man. Don't put me in president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dean Stanfield. Don't take most of my uh, most of my advice. That's it's uh, anybody that's taken comedians' advice on anything. You should really, you know, think about yeah. that. Well, I always feel like pe- just talking about something shouldn't 
always be taken as they said to do this or most of the time when you're saying yeah like, most when talking, I'm when I'm baby. saying stuff I'm figuring it out as well I just yeah. changed my mind on one thing yeah. you know like it, it's it's people get so worried that when you say something it's truth it's not yeah. you change your mind all the fucking time right. you know that's beautiful yeah um so yeah you have I I think people should have the I just don't know if uh it's best that we all put our um support into something like that that isn't but what if that's the only like conor mcgregor what if he was um uh forced to do something what was he gonna do be at a be a gas station attendant you know be nothing else he was he was able to be the best at something in the world and that was that was his thing and there's gonna just gonna be casualties and everything but i think everybody's got the opportunity to be the best in the world right but some people aren't going to cut it, and that sucks. Like, if they had the heroin Olympics, I wouldn't want to watch that. What about that. comedians, dude? What about, so how many how many comedians that you know, both of us could be very well this person that I'm going to explain, but that, that try, and you, the longer you're in it, the more you see it, but there's so many people that quit, Yeah. you know? And there's so many people that don't, and that's the hard part. The people that will spend 10 to 15 years in it. Like, have you ever heard somebody that's like, oh, I've been doing it for eight years? It's like, dude, it seems like you've been doing it for fucking six months yeah like that's rough and he's ruining his life because he's chasing whatever this is that's the same thing as ufc yeah you know everybody's got the opportunity if you take advantage of that opportunity then you take advantage of that opportunity if not like nobody's forcing them to do that nobody's forcing them to get in that cage they want to every time yeah and that's the i think that's the difference i don't think you should make that illegal you know if you No, i don't either yeah i'm just saying or promoting it i don't know if i if that should if is it healthy for me to find that as entertainment yeah be like yeah i love people beating the shit out of each other i mean i do but is that like uh i think it is man because that's that's, cool. it's that's their choice <laughs> nobody's forcing them into choice. it and yeah. if it's by promoting that you're giving that person an opportunity you're supporting them in their career now you not supporting them is is your choice yeah but if you do that then that's continuing their career buying their products and and uh tuning into the pay-per-views where that 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 pays for their that pays for their career. And the more people right. that do it, the more the the more of the lower level people, you know, get paid. Yeah. So Well maybe maybe I should uh watch a documentary instead or support scientists or For sure. But you know what the problem with that is boring. <laughs> and there's not people getting punched <laughs> in the face. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I love there's something animalistic about it, man. We dude, we, there we is. think that we're so far like from the you know, from animals, but fucking we're not, dude. There's something about Oh yeah, those basic animal instincts that's still in us, man. I yeah. think I think not for long. I bet it's. I bet we don't. I don't know if we have long anyway, but um, I bet we're we're slowly, slowly getting towards that not being a thing. And that's why I want I want to enjoy it while we still have it. Is if they outlaw UFC, you know, like what are we doing? Why are we having people bash their brains in yeah. for 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 people's entertainment? Right, and it's like. I don't want them to take it away. <laughs> I want to keep watching it, dude. Yeah, I don't want like, to I don't your, do it. You tell your, fighting hurts. Yeah. You ever been in a fight? Dude, um, not really. I mean, I fought with my brother. We, like, wrestled yeah, that's, so that's, you hit those people's, you hit your brothers harder than most, you know, yeah. most regular people. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like maybe I should get punched in the face and I'll be tougher. I don't know. I think you should. You know, I think you should go to a boxing class and, and find out what it's like, yeah. you know? I think it changes you as a person. Like, walking into somewhere, 
I think everybody should do at least jujitsu or Muay Thai or boxing. Yeah. Being able to walk into a room and knowing if something goes down, I can at least defend myself right. or handle my business. Because you get punched in the face, it's something that you don't, nobody gets punched in the face the first time and knows how to handle it. Yeah. It takes like repetition, you know? Yeah. Keep getting punched in the face and then being able, the humbleness of, you know, of especially if the person, like most of those boxing classes you go to or jujitsu gyms that you go to, the trainer isn't a big old beefed up giant looking dude. They're usually very docile people, mm. you know? And the more that you do that, also the more that I think everybody, the benefit of everybody going to a fighting class or everybody knowing how to do jujitsu or something is you realize that, that shit hurts. Yeah. And so if somebody comes in there and starts acting crazy and you got to punch them in the face, you know, you're going to realize like, like, hey, man, let's talk this out. I don't want to have to do this. Yeah. You know, like it's it's going to hurt me. It's going to hurt you. Right. Let's just fucking everybody be cool, man. Yeah. I wrestle with uh, my well, my roommate, best friend, Max, was a state champion wrestler. He's a purple belt jujitsu and uh, I've rolled for, I don't know, three or four years. I did Muay Thai for three years. Like, still to this day, we'll be sitting on the couch and we'll start arguing. And then well, we have a big, you know, big living room. We start arguing. We'll just, like, fuck it. You want to just get it out, dude? We'll just fucking <laughs> we'll go out it in the living room, man. Damn. And his girlfriend will come out. What are you guys doing? We're like, we're fighting. <laughs> don't worry about it. We're going to handle it here in a second. It's so good, man. Does like, he kick your ass? Oh, yeah, all the time, dude. Damn. All the fucking time. He's a fucking mean dude. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, yeah, Max Vanover. I told, uh, usually the stories I tell about him, like, it's a problem with doing podcasts also if you're not thinking about it. I had to, I had to cut something out one time. Uh, or, I mean, I didn't cut it out. I thought I did. I just blurped his name. <laughs> I was telling him a story. Well, it's already out there, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> but um, I got in trouble because I was telling a story about him. We went to a strip club, and he got in a fight with the bouncers. And uh, there was a bouncer that was, it's at a strip club. And the problem with strip clubs is they're not great places, you know. Mm. And so... Uh, there was a bouncer that was being handsy with the one of the girls. She wasn't, she was, I don't know, she was doing coke in the bathroom or she was too drunk or something was going on. And he like grabbed her by the arm and was like telling her to act right or something. And my buddy got up and was like, hey, don't put, put your hands on a girl like that, you know? And the bouncer was like, hey, this is my job. I'm taking care of the girls, you know? Like, like butt out. And my buddy was like, that's not how this is going to go, you know? And so fucking got up in his face. And so we got up, and I walked over, and I could see, you know, fights happening. I'm just going to grab him. Well, I didn't realize that there's other bouncers. (laughs) 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 And so the number one rule that I say, the number one rule to fighting bouncers is there's always more bouncers. Yeah. Like, if you're going to fight, they're never alone, you know? And so I walk up just to grab Max to pull him back, and that other bouncer, what, what I thought was a couch, stood up. And grabbed me and picked me up. Um, so he, he went over, picked me up, and then just, like, just walked us both out. The other bouncer, you know. And then Max sees me in trouble, and so we go outside. And then that dude, the, the original bouncer's, you know, thinking he's got backup and he's good now. Yeah. And so when Max, like, when we're, we're leaving, everything's fine, you know. And uh, we're going out, and that dude pushes him. And just, like, his, you know, his back's to him. And so we're walking out. And so instead of just leaving it alone and letting us leave... He pushes Max in the back, and uh, and Max fucking swings around, double leg takedown. Whoa! Just fucking smacks his head against the concrete. Damn! And the security guard. The security guard. And so the the good thing was, we could have gotten a lot of trouble for that, but 
uh, the good thing was uh, you could see the guy fucking like instigated it, started it. Yeah. So he can't go to the cops, you know. And so that dude just had to deal with a headache. Wait, the was next it like day. filmed or something? Yeah, it's all on camera. Yeah. There was tons of cameras in strip club. Right. Oh, yeah, true. And so, especially outside. And so, uh, but uh, uh, problem with that story was uh, uh, his girlfriend didn't know we were going to the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm telling this on a podcast. And so uh, some of her friends from her business uh, follow my comedy. Like, they come to shows all the time. And so they follow my podcast. And so when they listen to the podcast, they heard it, and they were like, that was a crazy story about Max. And she was like, what are you talking about? And so she just looked it up, and then, you know, we came back and didn't tell her about it, you know? Yeah. Why, why tell her if it's, you know, not important? But um, anyway. Was she pissed? Yeah, she was a little mad. Obviously, yeah. Well, it sounds like you didn't get your ass kicked there, right? Mm -mm. You skated. skated I mean, out. I got manhandled, so that's yeah. not great. Yeah. Anytime a guy picks you up and then just, like, fucking bear hugs you not and walks you out. And, I mean, I didn't, like, just let him do it. I was. Yeah. That was the embarrassing part. I was trying to get away. <laughs> you but, know? dude, that's. But he just. I mean, the that's... most embarrassing thing. Imagine getting your ass kicked wearing a security guard. Like, it says security there, and you're getting your ass kicked. And you're kicked. getting your ass kicked, dude. You lose your job. That. Is that what happens? If you get your ass kicked by two people and yeah, you couldn't I, security them out of there. That's, that's why he did what he did. He didn't hit me. Yeah. He just he did his job job well. It's what he was supposed to do. He just wrapped me up where I couldn't move. My arms are pinned against my side. And you feel so demoralized yeah. when Oh, we're just in this girl's way. That is a legit Hey, can we get one of those next time? That'd be cool. I mean if we were just mobbing like that. Dude, just fucking slamming. Paddle over there by those ducks. Yeah, yeah. You want to take Are the you helm? Tell me something about you, dude. You want to you want to take the helm? Want to take the helm? Like yeah. you can, if you want. I don't know if it, I don't know if that's. We trying to tip this thing over? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll I'll, 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 I'll push this over. Hmm. I just wanted to offer. Sometimes yeah. people like to to lead the way. Nah, dude. It's your it's your ship. <clears throat> um, you ever heard this? It's your. You might have to take this out. But uh, a, a saying, like a country saying, yeah. is uh, you're fucking this goat, I'm just holding the horns. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking yeah. about that, man. Like all of the fun, funny like country sayings that people have <laughs> that nobody's ever heard. Like just, But it's not my joke. you know. That's the hard part. Is there's a yeah. lot of stuff that I can get away with saying. And that I, I did in the beginning. And I didn't realize that, that it's bad. you know. But just like telling my grandpa's stories or telling my dad's stories. You know, story, because that's how I learned comedy. I think that's fine. I don't know, man. Like, I feel, I think it is at, su at unless some point. Unless they're a comic. Like, to unless me, they're it's a comic. Like, but you didn't you write it. with that. Like, my grandpa told me this story. Yeah, but then it's like, you can, and I have done it, but it gets to a point where. Sun's poking out, baby. It started off real gloomy. Is, dude. It's was, good. It, like, lightens up my eyes. Yeah. I was imagining uh, having Dean Stanfield on the podcast and i was like were you? clear skies it should be you know yeah. nice and sunny yeah so are you a big summer guy i love summer man yeah i i mean i'm 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 a i'm a texas boy uh at heart so yeah <laughs> and in soul and body uh so uh no i definitely think that um summertime i don't know man summer i love summer but i think my favorite season is fall 
because it's just starting hunting season, and in Texas, it's not cold. No, dude. It's dude, crazy. We're, we're, what, December 29th right now? December 28th? Yeah, it's past Christmas. And I'm sweating. I'm, yeah. in, I'm in jean shorts right now. Yeah, dude. And it's fucking... It's cold, dude. It still tricks cold. me. I'll look outside, and I'll be like, it looks cold out there, and then I'll go It out never is, dude. <laughs> Except for yeah. that two weeks that it was. Oh, yeah. That's <sighs> Last year, here. dude. Is that, that when you moved that here? That was the week I moved here. I have, st- I have had a lot of fun in Texas doing a lot of crazy shit, but I think during that time, that was the most, oh, yeah. some of the most fun I've ever had during the winter, for sure, because everybody was stuck inside. We had we had a, we had, we have an 05 Dodge at the house, and it's, I mean, just built for it. Yeah. I mean, it's got great tires on it. We just dumped a bunch of sandbags in the back, and then we just went towing people out, driving down the road, might or might not have been drinking beer. And the problem is cops can't pull us over. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? They can't catch us. We're the ones that are pulling people out. Dang. So we're we're going slow and great. You know, we did some donuts in some parking lots. Yeah. You know, but there's nobody out there. The roads were empty. Damn. And we were just out there doing good, you know? We uh, we cut up firewood. We're delivering it to people. You're like a superhero. Dude, it 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 was so much fun. And it was, I mean, I think the main reason was we were stuck in that house. And yeah. that's miserable, yeah. Especially for me, because I like to be outside. I don't like to be sitting down and doing shit. And yeah. so when it's cold outside, <clears throat> you can either be doing good or, you know, be bored. Right. So we were like, there was tons of people getting out on Facebook. They were like, hey, you know, we're trapped in our house. We're like, fuck it, we're coming to save you. That's <laughs> so just, sweet, dude. Oh man, it was so much fun. And it was like, you know, people were like, thank you so much. We're like, no, fucking like, thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> if not, we'd be fucking sitting in the house not doing shit. Did you get any cool stuff, a hug or a kiss? or? $5? Oh, dude, people were giving us soup. People were trying to pay us, and we're like, look, here's the deal. If you pay us, we're no longer doing a nice thing. <laughs> yeah. So you can't, like, let me do a nice thing, yeah. and then it's, like, it's fine. Like, it's not. Yeah. We let a couple people fill our gas can, our gas tank up in the truck. Yeah. But other than that, uh, people gave us uh, um, soup. We had, I had some of the best food. Like, yeah. people were just sitting in their house not knowing what to do, and they were just cooking. Yeah. And. This is another thing people were thinking about. We had to tell a couple people this, but they were like, oh, our power's out, so everything in the fridge is going bad. And we're like, it's cold outside. Yeah. Take a take a thing of water, go fill up some snow, and yeah. go stick it in your fridge. Like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> you know? Like, it's um, people's another, hardiness. Yeah. Like, people's ability to just, like, know how to live is scary. Like, if society goes sideways... Like, common sense. People have no common sense anymore. Oh, no, dude. I don't have any. Like, there was people that were, like, freezing in there. We walked into this one lady's house, and um, now, to be fair, her husband, uh, well, this is going to sound misogynistic. I'm not going to do that. But this lady was staying by herself, and uh, uh, she was stuck in there. She didn't have any more food. She was out of water. Yeah. And we walked in, and, like, it was so cold in her house that her dog bowl that she had a dog in there. Her dog bowls, she filled up the water, and it froze. Wow. Inside her house. So it's like, and she just bundled up with blankets in there. But she had a fireplace, and she was like, but I couldn't find any wood. We're like, there's a freaking rocking chair right there. You know, like, if you're, and she just posted, somebody posted on Facebook that she needed help. And so uh, we're like, fuck it, we'll go in, we'll go in town. We came into, it was uh, outside on the north side of Austin, so by like a uh, Palmer Lane. And uh, we came in, picked her up, drove her back to some family there in Georgetown. And then, uh, um, but it was like, man, going in there, like, not, 
there's not always going to be people that are, you know, going to save you, like the government especially. Oh, yeah. Like, there was no, the cops weren't doing anything. They were busy doing their own stuff. I mean, that's not that they weren't working, yeah. but they were um, they were busy running trouble calls and trying to pull people out of the side of the road. There was somebody that got stuck in their car for, like, 12 hours. Right. Instead of just walking to a gas station or right. trying to figure something out, they just sat there. And we got there, and we're like, hey, you want us to pull you out? And like, thank God you showed up, you know? We're like, how long have you been here? And yeah. Like, 12 hours. You're going to freeze in your car, people. Well, it was Get out and keep moving. It was especially bad here, too, because, you know, a place where that happens, like in Minnesota or something, they have the equipment to... Listen, here's the problem with that. People made that excuse all the time, but we're Texans. Right. We're not... If you're in... Te- like, you're a Texan, man. We're not... Yeah. This isn't Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> we're not Minnesotans. We're Texans. Yeah. Be proud of that and learn right. how to survive, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a certain staple that comes with Texas that I used to love about Texas. Um, that, I mean, like Texas... away? I get slipping away, man. There's a Why lot of that? people, not not as much, I guess, but there's so many people moving here that don't have that mentality anymore. I think, and I think it's just you know technology's getting more and more, and people are trusting trusting that everything's just going to be fine. Like this shit could go sideways and quick. Yeah. So what are you going to do when that happens? You going to be somebody that just lays over and dies, or are you going to be somebody that figures it out? You know, Dude, that's what COVID made me really realize <clears throat> when that first happened, and it was like you can't get toilet paper. Or people aren't, uh, they don't have food or whatever. Cormorant. Oh, those are dinosaurs. Those look like dinosaurs, don't they? They're scary. Dude, they got nasty, gnarly mouths. It's $500 (laughs) if you shoot one of those. Really? It's against the law. Yeah. Why? Because they're... I have no idea. I've asked that question a hundred times a game more. So we see them all the time. Let's go fucking shoot one, Let's go fucking shoot one. Who's going to turn us in, dude? Nobody knows that but you. <laughs> Who's going to turn us in? Game wardens. you got to be careful with game wardens. They're also sneaky. Game wardens. That guy could be one right there. They're, they could be anywhere. That's the problem with game wardens. You can't trust them. Could be walking down this trail just keeping an eye on me. They see a camo vest and or they see a camo shirt and jean shorts. <laughs> yeah. They know something's going on. <laughs> see, there's another one. But it must feel good to be a real man an american a texan a man of the earth that if the going gets rough you can fucking get shit done yeah man that's that's it's something that the people say it's like toxic masculinity but it's like nah man it's it's, it's i hot. don't want to feel i don't want to feel like i'm not in control in any situation that's why right. and that's another thing like why why do you carry your gun with you in case in case some shit goes down i don't want to be sitting there thinking i got all my guns back at the house i can't do anything you yeah. know Russians come uh, come p- parachuting in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be on ground zero, dog. Ready at yeah, all times. Dude. Boy Scouts honor. Dude, be the, prepared. COVID, the COVID times made me think about a lot of that stuff. When you know yeah. there was a lot of rioting going on and stuff. And uh, I'm from LA. That's where I was when it first started, and it was like you were in LA. Yeah. Whoo! So it's a rough place to be. How long were you there for? I mean, that's where I'm from. Oh, is that where you're from? Yeah. Oh shit, yeah, man. So, you don't mean that. No, uh, you're who uh, I'm no, talking honestly, about. Who you're pissed coming here? No, 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 no. <laughs> and I'm not, man. That's that's not, but that's a mentality thing. So if you're coming from California, I've said it a bunch of times. I know a bunch of there's good people everywhere. It's yeah. not like I know a lot of Texans hate Californians, but like uh, a giant part of the rodeo community is from California. Oh yeah, people misunderstand California. They think it's Huge. all LA, San Francisco. I did. But there's a lot in between. Yeah. And Bakersfield, every, California was yeah. a... Uh, so my a, grandma lives. 
Really? Yeah. So my grandpa owned a breeding station there for uh, he had uh, Oswood Stallion Stations. Uh, okay. He was a uh, he was a racehorse breeder. And so uh, they had cutting horses and racehorses. So he worked out there for eight years. Yeah. So when I was growing up, I used to go out there all the time. That's Texas, California, baby. Dude, and when people would come back, and I never understood it because I was like five, I was like five to ten um, when he was living there. Five to like 12, 13 probably when he was living there. And uh, um, when I'd come back and people were like, oh, fuck, Californians. I'm like, I don't know, they're pretty cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was out there, it's the same as Texas, you know? Yeah, and then, I mean, just like Texas, it's such a big state that if you yeah. go to Austin and try to say that's all of Texas, Bro. or if you try to go to yeah. Bakersfield and say that's go all of California. 30 minutes yeah. north of here. Right. And that's where we did a bull riding. Oh, it's police. These coppers done. Looking for us? I guess. Hope they don't pull us over. Are we doing anything illegal? Huh? This, uh, I don't, know. don't act like don't act like you're doing anything. Illegal. Act cool, dude. No, no, cops no, no, no. are here. What if they I know the cops, dude. Yeah. Things getting a little rocky. Hey. Uh oh. Hey. Oh. Are they eyeballing you? I'm eyeballing them, dude. <laughs> 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 I don't know. We're just sitting out here smoking cigars and drinking. It's not. That's legal. We're not operating a motor vehicle. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Texas, uh, you can drink outdoors, right? Yeah, you can. Hell yeah. This is technically operating a vehicle. I think you could. But I think it's a motor vehicle is when the... I mean, it may be different in California, but it used to be uh, when I was in college, people would get tickets for riding their bikes drunk. Really? Yeah. So Bicycles. Stupid. Yeah. So stupid. Um, <clears throat> no, I wanted to ask you about uh, uh, comedians on bulls. Oh, man. Because you recorded, this, uh, you mentioned editing. I was wondering if that was an editing nightmare. I'll tell you what I did. And you also mentioned fishing on here. Are you still planning on doing a fishing deal in the future? So my plan for it, and I haven't really talked this out on a podcast, so. Um, Hell yeah. It's pretty good. Let me get Nico Public Radio exclusive. <laughs> Show. Uh, yeah, drink up, baby. I'm fucking drunk off that. So one. Tuesdays are my off day. Oh yeah, from comedy. Yeah, usually, I uh, I'll do uh, I'll do a few shows, Baker Street or uh, like a Creek in the Cave uh, has a dropout and needs it on a Tuesday. Yeah. Then I'll, I'll I mean like I say, and I'll I'll pick up anything. I'm a whore for comedy, but I never try to book anything. I only do it if people need it. Yeah. And so, or if like there's a dropout that happens or something. I needed and you so, today. Yeah, yeah. No, but I love doing this kind of stuff. Like yeah. I try to take Tuesdays for this. If there's a podcast. Right. I tell people on Tuesdays because I like to have my, you know, have it's it's important to have an off day, you oh, know, yeah. like take off and do something comedy adjacent at least, but not just, you know, go and doing mics every single night, you know, and and it uh, be exhausting. giving myself it'd drive and, you crazy. It drive you crazy, dude, and especially me. Like I, I've got, I'm so scared that I'm gonna run out of time. Like I, I can't even believe I've been alive this long. Um, really? And so, uh, what do you feel like you would die from? Man, I've been in four vehicle accidents. Uh, I've been in, you know, I almost died bull riding twice. Uh, and then um, uh, a couple boating accidents, just doing stupid stuff. Dang. You know? I mean, and the nine lives, you're, you're running out. I'm running out, dude. I'm running out quick. Yeah. And so um, uh, I had a thought. Um, like, anytime I'm going to be like, if I'm going to take a night off before what I would do, 
before I was like getting booked as much. Like I'm, yeah. I've got you know a lot of good opportunities now where I don't have to. Um, the mentality is I'm like I don't have to go to open mics. Yeah. Uh, and this is a terrible. And this is not. I'm not saying this is good. Uh, and you got to fight against this. I at least I do. Where you're like, uh, well, I'm doing. You know, I can get booked on. You know, five six shows a week now, and mm. I'm going traveling on the weekends and stuff. And so. I don't necessarily need to go to an open mic. Mm. And then if I stay home, I'm instantly like I, if I've, I've done it a few times where like on a Wednesday, I'm like, you know, if I don't, if I go into town, I can do four, two, four minute open mics. Like, is that worth going all the way into town for? And, you know, what if I just take a night off and then I'll decide to take the night off. I'll start making dinner or something. And then I'll be sitting there. I'll get halfway through dinner and I'm like, you fucking who do you think you are? Yeah. You know? I'm like, fucking four minutes, yeah, you could get better tonight, or you could get worse, you know? And so I start getting in my head about it, and then I end up just driving to town every time. But if I give myself Tuesdays where I'm like, it's a light night anyway, you yeah. know? Mondays are pretty big. Tuesdays, there's not a whole lot going on. You know, it's the middle of the week. I give myself that day to just, if I, if I do something comedy adjacent, or if I can find a booking the week of, I'll do it. But I never book anything on that day. Yeah. Because um, that's such a bad mentality to have. Like, especially for if you're in your first 10 years that you think that you could miss any open mic. You need to hit every single open mic you can. Yeah. Every day. And you see so many comics now. Like, I'm, I'm bad about it. Like, I've, I've, like I said, I'm, I've, I've gotten into that mentality before where I think that I'm better than an open mic or I'm better than, you know, like, or I, I'm not going to get anything out of it. Or, like, yeah. you have to constantly fight against that, you know? It's the laziness in you, you know? Yeah. Or, or they, you think you're better because you're just because just you're doing shows now. There's yeah. a lot of comics that start doing shows and they think because they're doing shows that they don't need to do open mics anymore. But that's fuck it's the most important part of 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 learning and creating. You know? It's harder in a lot of ways. Dude, it's way harder. Yeah. Way harder. Audience members aren't if you go to a show, it's fucking uh, and you see it when you see like I'm not gonna name names, but you see comics that are doing shows now or even touring. Yeah. Like going and, and traveling every weekend. Um and I'm traveling most weekends, but it's not every weekend, you know? And so, but you get comics that get booked at the Creek or get booked at the Romo Room three times, and then they stop showing up to open mics. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, you, you need to, like, you need to be grinding if you're going to be the best, yeah. you know? Um, that wasn't the question you asked. What did you ask? About well, to, oh, Comedians on Bulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, uh, I wanted to figure something out where, uh, in, during the pandemic, I wrote up the idea for the show because I was like, what do I want to do? How do I bring who I am to the comedy community? How do I provide something? Yeah. And so um, instead of just taking all the time. And so most of the time that's uh, most of the time that's uh, running shows. Comedians see that as running shows. But for me, I was like um, all these comics were coming in from around the country. Like Adam Lucky, Spencer Cavins, Ben Smith. Uh, Gabe Davis and uh, we would hang out and they'd be like hey man you, you like take me like take me doing some Texas shit you know like let's go float the river or you know like I want to do something outdoors and I was taking them doing it you know hunting fishing all this kinds of stuff and I was like man what if I like made a podcast this is my idea was a podcast where I took them out and I did um like I would take them out hunting and then just film it the entire time the problem with that is it's not as it's not as entertaining as yeah. it as it should be. So, um, I met Tom Airbar, who is a uh, amazing editor and director, like probably the best I've ever seen. 
um, and there's a bunch of them in the comedy community. Like everybody's an editor, you know. Yeah. Like you edit this, but yeah. he is like that's his that's his dream. You know, mm. that's what he does, what he wants to do for a living. And so um, I met him, and I ran him. I ran the idea by him to do episodes where um, I take comics out and I let him experience, you know, my side of Texas. Yeah. You know, like there's you see Austin all the time, but most of the comics just stay in that incubator, you know, yeah. inside that. You know, they might go out on you know little trips and stuff, but if you don't, if you've never been hunting or fishing or bull riding or um, like cooked barbecue. Uh, then to get into it, it's so much money and so much time, and you don't know what you're doing. It would take so long. So I was like, man, you need if pros I could just, too, yeah. Uh, and yeah, you'd have to meet somebody that really knows what they're doing. And I don't. I know a little bit about a lot of shit. Yeah. Like hunting, I would say I'm, I'm really good at. But I still like I've got buddies of mine that are way better than me, you know. Yeah. But as far as the comic community, you know, I'm pretty. I bet I'm the best hunter in the comic community, you know, right. like the saying, that's not saying a whole lot, but, um, I have all the gear and I have all the equipment and the know-how. And so, um, I could take them out and, and, uh, teach them about the outdoors and then film the whole thing. And it's funny to see people trying new shit. And Dude, it's so, especially it's, funny people figuring something out or sucking at something. That's where so much comedy comes from. Yeah. And, and comics especially are so okay with sucking. Yeah, like they're not. It's not. There's no ego to it. And well, you so, have to, to to do your first open mic to eat shit. No, to, to do, stand there when no one laughs. That's the. I don't know if that's as hard. As, I don't know if it's as hard, but you got to have some of that. Because you're new and you're like, hey, look, I suck. I'm new. Yeah. But when you're at like, dude, it's so hard for me, like to be in like you know four years into comedy, oh, yeah. and I'm doing I'm doing you know a lot of shit, and then going to an open mic and then just bombing, bombing. But and then it's it people happens. like, I've seen him, you just got to get over that. That's yeah. not a, it's, yeah, it happens. It's, it's not a, you can't, if you let that eat you up, you're not going to have longevity in the career. Yeah. You know, you got to get used to bombing. No matter how good you are, every joke you write is a new joke to you. Right. And you don't know how to tell it. You know, you, there's, there's a concept of it and you get better at, better at picking the things and like pre-writing. So like now I used to just like write something out and then try it at an open mic. And now I like, I write it out, I record it on my device and then I'll listen back to it and then take out the shit that I know is unnecessary. You just get better at it. But yeah. still like I ate, I had, um, uh, we were all laughing and having fun at Buzzmill a few weeks ago. It was about a month, month or two ago. And, um, I haven't like really, really bombed at an open mic in a while. And so, uh, there was somebody in front of me that was like, I, mean, I cannot remember who. Oh, it was Matt Boyd, just like tore it up before me, and then uh, I went up there, and the energy was high, and I was happy, and go lucky, you know. And I just started talking, and I said something, and it just like, like just didn't work. It just fucking fell flat on my face. And then what's worse is when you see a comic just not move on from that and just go, well, that's fine, and then just go to a new thing. What I was like sticking to it and then trying to make people laugh and it was just like not working yeah and it was just like man to sit in there in that and like you know you're funny and you know like i've i've, I've performed in front of you know that, that yeah. you know i've done comedy clubs with 350 people in it and you th like you know you're funny you know you've been fun even those jokes that work what's what's bad is when you see a comic bombing at an open mic and they go to like a tried and true joke 
So like you already know that that works. That's already done. That's a part of your set. Yeah. And then you pull it out just to try to make people laugh for your benefit. And then it doesn't work. And then it's like, Ooh, I've been uh, there. I've been there, baby. Dude, where you're just like, man, it's that's you, you, you took a risk and then you tried to take, like you tried to get a cop out, you know, you tried to like, Oh, I'm going to make them laugh before I leave to show them I'm funny. And then they, like do not laugh at it and then it's like fuck dude they just hate me you know yeah. or i just fucked up and you got to sit in that and then what's the shitty part is if you do a 10 o'clock mic there's no other mics to hit so now you got to drive home and sit there all day long and you know all Ride night yourself to sleep and just fucking you can't there's nothing you can do about it if you try yeah. to keep you know you just got to live with it and there's something about that style of failure that turns you into a different person you know that's beautiful yeah dude Fucking. I mean, yeah. Drink dude, some bourbon. It's, <laughs> it's it's ups and downs though. It's crazy. Uh, like especially dude, when you're starting such... out and you get that first taste of like I don't know when you feel like you did really well for the first time or you feel yeah. like you killed or you got booked on a show and then you got booked on a couple shows and you're like it's just gonna keep going up. I'm headed to the moon. Yep. But you realize it's it's a staircase, man. I think that's the best representation I've heard. Is it's you, know, you start at the bottom and then you hit where you get the confidence where you know you're funny mm -hmm. and then it goes up and then it's up for however long it lasts and then usually not very long and then you start to plateau out and then yeah. you stay that level for a while right you no know, depending on how long and then you hit another uptake yeah where you start like learning how to actually write and then learning how to like cut the bullshit i think that's the biggest the biggest part of like the next step after you know open micing is figuring out how to like get rid of the crap that's not funny that you just think is funny yeah. and how to like talk to people. And then once you curate it at an open mic, if you can take a bit, write it, perform it at like two open mics and then take it to a show, you, the, the amount of jokes that you can get. And that's one other thing that people see. It's not like crowd interaction as much. It's comics seeing you work on different stuff. Yeah. So if you bring a set, a 10 minute set and it's good, and and then uh, the, the comic that booked you or the booker sees you at another open mic and sees you working on different stuff. And then you come back and then he books you again because that's funny. It's different and it's new for them. And then you do good again. They're going to keep booking you if you keep bringing back new shit. You're, you're something interesting, something different, you know, whereas there's a lot of comics that find their 10 minute set and they just sit on it for a year. And it's like, do you been telling the same fucking jokes for a year? I don't want to, I don't want to listen to it in the back, you know? Yeah. Like the audience members might be different and you know how to do that thing. But if you're not bringing new jokes and you're not trying new shit, like fucking get out of here. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's, yeah, dude, what I is that one 10 minute that. set going to last you your entire life? No. Right. Like take more risks, man. Do more, do more different shit. And I fall into it. I did this, what was that, uh. I opened up like every show for like six months and I didn't realize I was doing it where uh, I look like Rosie O'Donnell jokes. Uh -huh. That was my opener for like a year or yeah. it was like six months. It was too long. Um, and then I had this like sushi bit that I did and then I would change something in the middle. I would always do something different in the middle or, or, or end it differently. But like I was already, st I was always starting it differently and I didn't realize it until somebody brought it up. They're like, dude, you've done that joke like too much. You know, I think it was Spencer that said it. Spencer, Spencer or Matt and um, but also having like the Ford like the you know 
the insight to be able to take criticism like that's huge too. Yeah. Or give it as well. You know, yeah. like people take comics are like, so like we say that we're, we're okay. We, like, we don't have egos, but like we've got, you know, I mean, it's, it's, we've got pretty big egos. Oh dude. Like, especially to, like to, to, from comic to comic, you know? Yeah. I mean, to insulted. just the idea of getting on stage and saying, I'm going to be funny and you're going to sit here and s- wait and i'm gonna say something that's gonna make you laugh and i don't want anyone to interrupt or like that's ego baby oh yeah for sure anybody getting up on stage and getting on a microphone when everybody else doesn't have a microphone yeah there's some narcissism in there bro and then you can see how quick now i don't like hecklers but watching a comic handle a heckler and like how they do it is the most fun is the most fun to me yeah like when people like oh dude being able to just like and it's not like handling a heckler because there's some comics that just like love it when people heckle them because they can like yell at them and shut them down and it's like no 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 no. being able to like having somebody heckle you and then like gauging it like maybe inter- interacting with them because they want mm. they're just they just want to be talked to yeah you know, they want to be a feel a part of it so talking to them for a second and then getting back to your joke just like flawlessly that's one of the best talents to have yeah you know? I, I suck at that dude and i'll always get heckled and I'll like not know what to do. And then, you know, you can't stop thinking about it. It's the last mic or show that you did yeah. on the way home. I can't stop. And then I come up, I'm like, this is what I should have fucking said. Dude, I think about it in and the it, shower. And it just eats me alive. I'm oh, like, yeah, dude. Oh, why didn't I say that? I could have said this. I could have said you fat tranny or whatever. Yeah. Like, I got heckled by a car last night, dude. You got heckled by a car? I mean, That's not purposely, but I was at the, uh, what do you call it? The Little Woodrose. Yeah. Um, it's outdoor mic. Oh, yeah. And, Chris uh, Castles. Chris Castles. There's a who is a horrible human being, by the way. Oh, is he? Oh, dude, he's terrible. Yeah, he's fat and he's lazy. He's got dirty hair. You know, I found a Cheeto in his hair the other day. Really? A Cheeto. That's gross. I was like, how long have you? When was the last? I asked him, when was the last time you had a Cheeto? I didn't even acknowledge it. I just saw it sitting there, hanging out of his hair. Yeah. I was like, when was the last time you had Cheetos? He was like, a week. So that had been sitting in his hair for a week. Does he shower? Yeah. Oh, dirty hippie. Yuck. Anyway. <laughs> there was a... There's like a parking lot behind Little Woodrow's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're on stage to the right back of you. And uh, I'm like 30 minutes into my set. And uh, all of a sudden you just hear the loudest screeching noise of donuts. Mm. And a car just doesn't... St- and it's so loud and it's outdoors. And, oh, and that's your fucking time. That's how long did you waited? From going up to signing up to going up, how long had you waited? Uh, at least an hour, maybe an hour and a half. So you waited an like, hour and a half. Yeah. And then you're th- three to four minutes yeah. of time that you get to, to work on your craft. Some assholes doing donuts in right. the parking lot behind you. But to Chris Castle's credit, he stopped it and he restarted and brought me back up and they right. did a pause and it ended up being a sometimes good he does nice things most yeah, of the time it, he's a piece of crap right 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 it was uh i think he's <laughs> maybe it's a new year's resolution or something he's working maybe on he's himself. maybe he's trying yeah but, he tries uh, to trick people yeah to think that he's good and then yeah. he's he goes back to his same old ways dude but this guy did like eight donuts in. it lasted for like a yeah. minute Ugh. and i'm just at first i'm trying to like talk over it and like i don't but know he has no idea doing. yeah it's just generally being an asshole, though. Anytime I, you're doing donuts, yeah. donuts are, are fun. People are standing up to look over the fence. Like, nobody, <laughs> nobody cares about give what a shit you, what I'm saying. No. 
but it uh it ended up being a cool thing because then i got to talk about that and not do the same jokes that i've done before and just yeah you know heckling and shit happening can get you out of your comfort zone and get you that's so good man when you're yeah. uncomfortable that's when you find out and it's just and it's not that the next time that happens you'll be more prepared oh yeah and that's just the situations that you have to go through like the reason people are good at heckling is because it happens that's why i think bar shows are the most important we used to have them before the pandemic in austin we had one um fucking uh tramps and uh um there was one in Round Rock. Damn, I can't even remember the name. It was my favorite mic for a long time. Me and Pat Bernard. That's where I met Pat Bernard. Oh, okay. Uh, so Pat and I, uh, who I actually introduced to the Romo Room. Oh yeah. Yeah. He doesn't like to. He doesn't like to bring that up very yeah, much. Yeah. He didn't but, mention that at all. Was yeah. The Romo Room story. He didn't say one thing about that. Jesus, Dean Stanfield. I brought him. Story. Yeah. He didn't even want to go that night. We were going and uh, we would just do open mics together. How's it going, guys? Doing well. Um. We used to go to open mic. I start like uh, I was here probably four or five months before Pat, oh, okay. um, uh, and then he got there. I saw him at a couple of mo- open mics, and we you know jived together, and um, became like pretty much inseparable at mics. Like we would always we'd we'd work our. I mean, I'm sure you have this. I don't know if you have anybody like that, but like where you go uh, to the same open mics and you just I'm have your friend groups. I'm trying to get on Bumble. Maybe I'll find, <laughs> find a Bumble guy. Yeah. Well, uh, it just and he, it changes all the time. Like Spencer yeah, yeah, is yeah. is my guy now, um, because Pat won't do stand up anymore. Um, I'm trying to make him feel bad about it. Make him feel bad about uh, it because he's running the Romo room now. But yeah. Um, and you do a lot of stuff out of the Romo room. Uh, I host an open mic. That's where I host the one today. And uh, yeah, Pat's been a great. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but friend and. Giving me a lot of opportunities there Bro, to host Pat is, and stuff. Pat is fantastic. So, I love Pat. Yeah, um, the ro- I mean, I've had a lot of things going on there, which has been cool. Yeah. So I the Romo like Room used to be. Do you hear about the old Romo Room? Yeah, with where the used brick. To be? Yeah. The brick. The brick in the back, dude. Yeah. We used to. So that opened up. Rob Morris came here. Yeah. And uh, and he um, you probably people already saw this from, you know, Pat's uh, Pat's episode. Yeah. Um, but we used to be above a Korean pharmacy. Uh-huh. And it was in the back of this building, like sketchiest fucking place. Right. And like to try to get people to go there, th- there was no parking lot there, so they had to park at the uh, washateria next door, and then like walk around, go through like three gates, and then walk up a staircase, and it was just like in an office building. And then you opened up, and it was this like I think one of the be- one of my favorite places to do comedy. It's gone now, but one of my favorite places because it was just so tight and like intense and people didn't know what was going on you know and they're like yeah. oh, this is a comedy club like what's going on and um and the expectations were so low that yeah. when you were just a little bit funny people were like fucking howling laughing yeah joe rogan you know? wasn't here yeah when rogan wasn't here yeah there was nothing going on Out i mean cap city here. was here but right you know um it was crazy man uh but yeah pat and i, I was trying to remember the name of that bar um but uh yeah pat and i used to go there and the great part about it was uh Nobody gave a fuck about what you were saying. Like, people didn't even know comedy was happening in there. Yeah. And they were annoyed by it. Like, you could smoke in the room. People were playing pool in the back. And so, like, you had to go up there and, like, start the show. And there's seats there. And nobody's sitting in them. Everybody's sitting at the bar talking and watching the game. They would never turn the TVs off for us. And so um, you'd have to go in there. And, like, if you could get somebody's attention, you would have a good set. But most of the time, you would just sit up there and just straight up just talking to the comics. Yeah. And it was, and it's fine if it's in like like the Romo room where you're talking 
and it's mostly comics at those kind of open mics or the creek in the cave where it's mostly comics most open mics are like that but most of the attention is on you you know like whatever's happening is happening but there's nothing else to pay attention to than comedy so yeah. it's it's a different vibe but at bar shows you get people that just walk in and you can just work on your crowd work yeah. Just work on talking to them. And if you can figure out how to be funny in crowd work and then work your jokes in, you get so much better, so yeah. much faster. And we don't have anywhere like that right now. Mm. But out of, you know, now we have better open mics, supposedly. Yeah. But, but you need that's both. interesting. You need both, dude. I think, I think, I wish somebody would get it going again. Maybe Pat should. Yeah. He's running too much now. But yeah, he I should also be doing comedy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's trying to get back into it, maybe dabble in a little bit. He is. But. I've been I've been I've been on him for a little while. Um and uh, I saw him he's come he's been coming out to open mics before the before the uh before Christmas. Yeah. He was coming again. But he's got such a big that's a problem with running either either gotta run shows or do comedy. Yeah. It's so hard to do both. Yeah. And he's such a good showrunner. Yeah. But he's fucking funny. Yeah. He's really funny, man. And a lot of people that are have only ever seen him during the pandemic. And that's when he wasn't doing comedy. You know, he was just running shows. So, try to make it feel bad. Yeah. So, yeah, Comedians on Bulls comes out. The uh, We're having a premiere tomorrow night. This will already be out after that. But Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go. Huh? I'm going to go check it oh, out. Oh, you're going to go check it out? Yeah. Hell I'm yeah, bummed dude. I couldn't make it the last screening. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we're, we're getting this done. And then uh, we're going to do a, uh, a comedy. Actually, told... Nobody about this, so this is sneak peek previews. Hello. But we're doing a state fair. We're gonna have a county fair, oh, and nice. it's gonna be a comedy county fair. And so That's we're gonna awesome. do it at the uh, here at the in Austin at the expo. We're gonna try to get the expo center. If not, we're gonna get the state fairgrounds, and um, we're gonna run a uh, um, we're gonna have a carnival. There's gonna be a comic that runs the carnival. Uh, we're trying to get William Montgomery <laughs> to William Montgomery's carnival. That's perfect. So he's gonna be doing all the carnival games and just walking around having fun. And uh, we're gonna have a, f- a fried food section, and then um, we're gonna do uh, uh, the events are gonna be um, uh, uh, stuff like you know greased pig and you know where we get one pig out there that's greased up and then they gotta catch him. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. do that kind of just county <laughs> fair stuff and just have Dude, a fun that's episode. That's a great idea. Yeah. And so uh, we're gonna have comedy shows going all day long, um, uh, and uh, just, I mean, comics from all over Austin. I'm gonna try to book as many. I mean, we're gonna have hourly shows starting at noon to noon to uh, midnight. Yeah. And so, I mean, really, we could get almost every comic in Dang. the scene to get some to get some stage time. So if you want to see Austin comics, yeah, we're gonna book everybody. You know, we're gonna have that's as awesome. many anybody that's working a working comic. Yeah. You know? Um, and, uh, um, it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. So we're going to, we're going to keep shooting episodes. We're gonna have a fishing episode. We're gonna have a hunting episode. Um, and then, uh, and then we're going to go out to uh, my ranch and do a, uh, work cattle. Mm -hmm. So do the full branding and, uh, and cutting and, and, um, um, separating and putting them on trailers and send them to the factory. Yeah. So that's awesome, dude. I love to see people branching out and do doing different stuff getting creative it's like yeah it's awesome yeah you gotta you gotta do something different and you really are the proof is in the pudding for you you're you're doing it i appreciate it man appreciate it yeah that's been a it's been uh it's been a wild ride um just trying to figure out what like you just i mean doing regular stand-up but 
in the meantime, you know, like what, what do you do during the day? You well, know, yeah. how, do you, how do you brand yourself? How do you get people to pay attention to you? You know, what do you have that's interesting that nobody else has? I mean, dude, I talk about this all the time too. How many com comedians can you look at professional, big Netflix special guys that just made it from just doing stand up? It's very few. Very few. Most people, they had a TV show or they had a podcast or, you know, even Joe Rogan. You, yeah. He's not a, as big he's, of a stand up without his podcast for well, sure. Well, not even his podcast. His He was Fear UFC, Factor. Fear Factor. And UFC. Most people, there's still people, and it's getting more rare and more rare. But like a, a, two years ago, if you talked to most people and you did a poll, most people would know Joe Rogan from Fear Factor. Uh huh. Or from UFC. Right. They didn't even know he did stand-up. Yeah. And he was... I People mean, still don't know. Still. Like, still. Still don't yeah, know. They think know he's just a podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then, what if you listen to his podcast? If they're listeners of his podcast, yeah. they see... He tells so many stories about doing stand-up. Yeah. Or, but I know some or people, other people. Some people just listen to the ones like I know old people who just listen when scientists are on or when he has. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, the most fun episodes are the comics. Well, that's but I guess me. That's I, I, yeah, 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 I yeah, listen to true. the ones with the comedians. I yeah. don't care about the. Dude, anytime a scientist authors. one comes on, I listen to it for like ten minutes. I'm like, yeah. bah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. But there's the. I mean, he's huge. So. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, figuring out other things. People like to be fans of people that are well-rounded, that have different stuff going on. They. Yeah. It's a, it's a different Well, not time. everybody loves comedy, and not everybody's going to love comedy. Yeah. And that's the that's the hard part of it. Um, but reaching people that didn't like comedy, like, yeah. that's another thing I'm trying to do is there's such a big group of of people that aren't being reached in the community, and it's the country people. Because they don't want to come into a comedy club and listen to, you know, stuff that that they can't relate to. So there's nothing that they can relate to. So, I mean, in in my mind, I'm trying to get, like, bridge the gap. Like, yeah. where I can make regular people laugh, but then also bring relate bring relatability. Is relatability, is that a word? I don't want to George Bush this thing. Yeah, it's a word. <laughs> relatability to, to, to everybody, you know? Yeah. Instead of just focusing on one group. Like, I'm not focusing on rednecks. I can make them laugh. I don't, like, yeah. I've, I've been doing it my whole life. Yeah. But figuring out how to make regular people laugh. Yeah. And then then when that happens, then being able to bring the rednecks into comedy clubs. And then if the, I, I bet if three quarters of rednecks would just go to comedy clubs, they would have a good time. Yeah. But the staple of it is that, oh, they're just a bunch of liberal cucks that, you know, are yeah, just joking yeah. about random shit that they don't find funny. Right. And it's like, no, dude, most people, if you just listen to people and they write a well-written joke, it's oh. funny. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your political standings are or your, you know, your fucking, your ideologies about things. You get Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting tipsy. Getting tipsy. Yeah, man. That's awesome. People got to go out and see live comedy. You got an NPR hat? What? Yeah. You listen to NPR? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to call you out like that. My brother actually just, uh, <laughs> So my, my podcast is called Nico Public Radio. Which Nico is kind Public of, Radio. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like it's it. It's kind of a, oh, a play on. Okay, a play it, on words. Yeah, yeah, on like NPR. Yeah. So so my brother got me this for Christmas. Hell yeah. Nico Public Radio. But it's, yeah. No, I don't <laughs> listen to it. I don't. That's what's up. That's so this funny. is the new NPR. I'm trying to take it over. Take I'm it over, I'm thinking about, what do you think, uh, branding, uh, marketing, guru, Dean Stanfield, do you think I should... Because people always refer to it as like the canoe podcast or the canoe cast. Yeah. Should I just change Dude, it to canoe that? Canoe cast. 
Should I just change it? Canoe cast sounds pretty good. I sh- but is it too late to nobody? I I, sh- I should change it, right? Because I think you should do what you want. Well, well, I originally just did a podcast first before I was filming this. Yeah, like a normal podcast. Yeah, and I called it Nico Public Radio. Yeah. Then when I moved here, I'm telling I was you right like, now, Canoe Cast is way better. As soon as you said it, I was like, "That's fucking cool." Yeah. 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 As okay. as like an initial reaction, yeah. but I think you if you have if you have the want if you have an a, an emotional attachment to the Nico Public Radio, yeah, then that's what you should do. If you still have an emotional attachment to that, then that's that's what you're gonna feel. Yeah. You know, is it's you're in control of it. You're but fucking canoeing cast the canoe cast. Yeah, that's not good. I think good, I think I might uh, do like Nico Public Radio presents the canoe cast. There you go. Like and that. then and then when you want to start, do you want to do other episodes where you're just sitting in a? Yeah. You know, like you can't get Trey Pack in one of these. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. There's certain comics you can't. You just you're not yeah, gonna be able to get him in here. I know. I know. <laughs> I thought about that. Before. Those chunky boys, dude. Tony <laughs> Casillas. There's no way. I'm probably the biggest comic. You think you're well, the max? No, oh, Brian McDuffie. He's, he's yeah, he's big. He's a, he's a chunky boy. I had uh, Will Williams on here. I was Adam Lucky. Answer. Go ahead. <laughs> Adam. Adam. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You're on uh you're on the uh, <laughs> the Nico's uh, public radio. Yeah, Canoe Cast. Yeah. Nico Public. It's radio. a it's a it's a podcast that Nico Jordan does. He's a comic at the um uh, on the on the uh, Austin comedy scene here. With us. Oh, okay. Um, I killed my daughter. She's dead. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> to bail on that podcast, her brains are everywhere. Do we need to get rid of the body, or what's the what's the? She's a two and a half year old baby. And why do you uh, call I me? Why she had that much brain? <laughs> why do you, Why am I the first person you call if a baby's dead? It's the hair. Oh, okay. That's that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> hey, you. What? Uh, let me let me let me holler back at you. I just know you'd say some crazy stuff. Uh, well, I'm trying. I'm trying to book you for a show tonight. So. Oh. Yeah. Can you do it at 7? Yep. We're at. Okay, cool. Host, host the show at the creek? Yep. You got it. All right. Cool. All Thanks, right. buddy. Yep. Bye. Bye. And that's how it's done. Adam Lucky, dude. <laughs> that's a good way to end it, dude. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that's great, we'll, dude. We'll paddle us back to shore. Thanks for doing this, man. Dude, this has been great, man. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. I was, yeah, I, was uh, I shotgunned my first beer. You shotgunned your first beer? We've been through some shit now, dude. <laughs> I know. I started this podcast. So I was like, I've never really hung out with Nico. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was, dude. That's what I. That's what I love about doing it. It's like... When would we just sit down and talk well, for two hours? If we would just if we would just sat down in an office, somewhere or at your a table at your house, it would have taken probably thirty to forty five minutes before we were comfortable enough to say stuff together. Yeah, dude. As soon as we got onto this water and we're about to tip over, you uh, know, yeah. like shit's going down, dog. We're right. gonna talk. We're as gonna soon, figure it out. As soon as you showed me your gun, I knew. <laughs> it's on. We're not playing around here, dude. And I'm trying to decide, should I... I didn't even think about it. I was a little too comfortable with that. I probably shouldn't have showed that. <laughs> no, that was, that was awesome, dude. Should I get a gun, do you think? Yes. Why? Uh, I mean, I think everybody should have one. And you should you should learn how to use it. That's the most important part. Yeah. Like, learning good, proper gun etiquette. Um, I just, man, I think just to d- defend yourself, defend other people... I mean, uh, that's not a responsibility that you have unless you want it, you know? Yeah. But I think that um, just for personal protection, you don't know when shit goes sideways. When stuff goes sideways, 
like regular people aren't going to be regular people anymore. Like yeah. it's going to be a, and that's not that's not a time to learn how to use it. The time think, to learn how to use it is is now. Do you think some crazy shits on the horizon? I do. Apocalyptic stuff. Yeah. What do you think it looks like? Bro, we don't we don't have time to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you should ask that question an hour ago, dude. That'll be the next. Podcast. That'll be the next podcast, dude. Have me back whenever you want to, and Thanks, I will. Dude. That'll be I the will. opening question. I don't <laughs> even want to break into it right now, but I think that um. I just don't think that we're on a trajectory of being able to figure this out. It's scary I think, times, right? Dude, it's scary times, dog. I, I, and I bet wrong on the apocalypse because I thought it was 2020. Oh, yeah. I thought for sure but there was no way we were recovering from that. And I got – and honestly, I'm right. I'm, I mean, for me, it's not going to be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to do so much shit. And yeah. I, but it's, the problem is I don't want to go through it because that's – I'm going to see the majority of the people that I love die. Yeah. Even if I don't make it. I mean, it's not I'm I'm pretty ready. I'm not <laughs> Will you help me out like if it happens? Can oh, I yeah, call dude. you up? Will you give me dude, a gun? fucking listen, cell up? towers are out. Yeah. Cell towers are out at that point. Yeah. But if you want to meet me in Lano, Texas. Yeah. I'll give you the address after this. But All you right. fucking meet me in Lano, Texas, dog. <laughs> we can use some help. We'll just go out there. I'll show you I'll teach you how to skin a deer. Hey, you should come on uh next uh next deer we shoot. You don't have to shoot it. But if you're interested in doing the uh, like the skinning process and processing it, yeah. If you're interested in that, I'll have you on mine. I want to do it for sure. I want to do all. And of if it. you can come record it, you can put it on your your site or whatever. That would be awesome. Nico learns how to skin and process a deer. I mean, I've never uh, never shotgunned a beer until today, and yeah. so next time you'll show me how to hunt and skin <laughs> a deer. Dude, I can bring my next time. I'm gonna bring my skillet. I've got a portable skillet, hey. and then we'll just cook while we're out here. <laughs> Dude, thinking. we could wake up early, do a little morning podcast out oh, on the lake, bro. watch the sunrise. I'll do some eggs. I'll bring some duck meat, and we'll do some duck meat and eggs. Yeah, and we'll talk about our hunting experience. Dude, that would be cool. Yeah, dude, I've never... Uh, Let's set that up. Yeah, I'm, I'm game for sure. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, that was a quick win. No, but yeah, I, I totally agree with what you said about, uh, you know, I, I feel like a hypocrite in a way that I've never killed an animal and eaten it, but yep. I eat chicken nuggets all the time. Yeah. I can teach and, you how oh, to process and clean a chicken. Yeah. We can just go buy a chicken. It's going to, I'm not going to like it, but uh, yeah. that's good. I'm yeah. supposed to. It'll make me more conscious of what I'm eating and what, what you're I'm eating. Doing. And take it not for granted. But that's what I was going to say is, dude, hunting is so much better than going to uh, McDonald's drive-thru. Bro, the meat that you get from it, I live yeah. off of And just right the, now. the kindness yeah. up towards the animal. You, you know? know, and people think that rednecks are so, like, you just want to kill and murder and shit like that. I'm, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I had to, I had to, uh, I had to put a deer down. Yeah. I made, uh, I made a shot, and it didn't kill it. And so I had to crawl through the brush, and I got to it, and it wasn't dead. Damn. And so I had to sit there, and I had to, like, I had to, I had to slit its throat. Oh. And dude, it's still, it's gut wrenching. Like you think that, like I'm, I'm, it just, it's not being a man where you're like, like you don't care, and you just reach down there and do it. Like you feel, you're taking a life, man. Like, and it's, it's, there's a, there's a, there's a problem. Like, I, you know, some people are like, oh, quit, you know, like you're being a pussy if you, you know, like I almost fucking almost teared up dog like it, it makes it like like you're sitting there with that animal in its last moments and you're the one that's killing it and you're like man it really brings everything that you do into perspective yeah. dude, and like in that, that form and i know a lot of hunters that won't admit it but they feel the same way about oh, that shit yeah, dog dude, how could you not yeah 
I was just saying this about uh Hey. What's up? It looks like a lot of fun, man. I've never seen one of those uh paddle boards. Like I've seen them online. Granny's Yeah, it's there. a lot of fun. Dude. It's nice calm water too. Get some paddle. Dude, that's the kind of woman that I want to I want to grow old with. You want to wrangle up? No, I want to grow old with. I want to find right. one that's my age and then grow old and <laughs> where she gets that. Do you that, think that, that lady is like seven? Uh, yes. Do you have kids? Little Dean Stanfield. Little Dean Stanfield. Yeah, stuff. I always want. I always uh, wanted to be married. Uh, I've I've been engaged, and then Damn. after that, I really spit the bit. You chickened on, out on. Uh, she did. Oh. Yeah. Break and your so heart. It broke my heart, man. Broke my heart, and so. Uh, did it get dark? I uh, yeah, I did for a little bit. I never get too dark for too long. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a big I'm I'm used to disappointment. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I mean like I grew up. I didn't grow up in a great family home. Uh, my. Uh, uh, I was back and forth between family members for a while. My yeah. dad and my mom had me in college, and so they okay. were 19 when they had me, so they were really shitty parents yeah. for a while. And uh, figured it out now. We're really good now. We have good relationships now. But when I was growing up. That's awesome. Like, um, definitely learned how to, like, move on from stuff. But um, it definitely caused some rela- – God damn, you're going to ask this stuff on the last minute, dude. <laughs> 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 but, uh, we can go no, forever, man. No, 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 we'll no, 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 no. But uh, there was definitely a um, – uh, it was a lot of trust issues, and then especially that one. I never had trust issues in relationships until after that. Yeah. And then now I'm like, unless she is, like, I haven't dated anybody in six years. Yeah. Like, seriously dated somebody since that. Since uh, I'm 28 now. I was 22 when we broke up or when we separated. And um, uh, after that, I'm just like, unless she's, you know, just amazing, then it's just not worth the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on my career and stuff. Um, that part scares me though. If I get too old, I'm not having kids. Yeah. If I don't have kids by, and I don't have a pressure gauge on it, but if I don't meet somebody and, and, uh, start having kids by like 35, I'm not having kids. So I've got like six years left. If somebody comes along that's, that's willing to, you know, be in a relationship and, and, and put in the work, I'm down with it. But most people aren't. So it's like, you know, unless somebody comes along that's great. Probably just gonna wait till I'm famous and then just get a bimbo. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I get famous, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll probably clean up when I'm famous. So. <laughs> I clean up now, clean up well, but yeah, um, dude, but that's but crazy. definitely like I'm, I'm, I love being in a relationship. I, I would, I would love to have that. Yeah, but there's not enough people that it's worth doing that with right now. You know, trying It'll to find come. somebody that vibes with you. And it's yeah. better to be. And if it does, and that's the that's the thing, just not trying to find it. Yeah. And then just wait. If you find somebody that's that's worth the time, spend your time with them. But if people aren't worth your time, quit wasting your time on people that. Yeah, dude. Fucking. fucking I mean, I don't know what your relationship is, but. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah you, you made me question. think a lot. I'm gonna dump her. <laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> you shotgun a beer and broke up with your girlfriend on this. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe she's not going to let you come on this podcast again. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I'm sure very, very sweet. Very, yeah. very sweet woman. She's Relationships just not are hard. With you. Yeah. Which is most of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy that most of the, like, all of my, um, like, really good friends, most of their wives do not like me. Oh, you're a bad influence? <laughs> they think I'm a bad influence, but they, I'm an excuse to do things, and they just blame me for everything. That's why they hate me. Yeah. It's because they're like, oh, Dean said we had to go to the strip club. I'm like, I don't like going to strip clubs. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I mean, if I'm at a bachelor party, Vegas, I like going to strip clubs. But everywhere else, like, I'm like, why? Yeah. You know, what's the point of it? And then 
you know, we get we go to Houston and they like talk me into it, and then we get home, and then they got like charges to their account. They're like, well, you know, Dean, he's got the mullet. He like loves partying. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's not don't blame me for that. That's the reason they hate me. I know, dude. You're a grown adult. You're a grown ass man. You do what you want. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But I am good at talking people into stuff. Yeah. Or not even that. Just like. Well, you didn't um, even talk me into shotgunning a beer, but I felt like I had to. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know what it is, dude. You're a Houdini. People just, <laughs> just like doing it, man. Yeah. Uh, it's an excuse to have a good time. Yeah. The mullet, the mullet comes with it. Yeah. So. All well, right, dude, dude. Let's get out of here. Thanks, man. Yeah. We'll go hunting. Can people uh, follow me on my Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I plug my Instagram? Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. DNA Stanfield is my Instagram. <laughs> That's all I care about. Go yeah, follow yeah. it. Watch the comedy. Come to shows. Go to the Creek in the Cave or the Romo Room. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see live stand-up comedy, it makes a difference if you people show up. So show up. And do you think you'll put the uh, uh, comedians on um, bowls out somewhere else? Will people be able to watch that eventually? You think? So I really want to, um, and but uh, I'm waiting. Uh, I've got a couple producers that want to pick it up, oh, okay. and uh, a couple networks that are interested. Uh, nothing that's crazy yet. Yeah. But uh, I know uh, a couple people um, that were at the uh, at the last uh, premiere that, uh, that it went so well that they uh they talked to some people and that's why we're doing a second premiere is because we've got some uh we've got um some networks that are coming in to look at it to see if they want to pick it up or not and so if they pick it up then i can't release it for like six months yeah and if it's going to be too much or they don't offer me enough money then i'm just releasing it on my own yeah because i paid for the first thing full and so i can do it again i have enough money where i can release another episode yeah and then uh hopefully get sponsors it's just Trying to figure out that side of things is a nightmare. Oh, it's so, hard when you just want to be funny and creative. But yeah, you and I just want to put shit out. But yeah, yeah. to put good shit out, and then if it's like if fucking Netflix picks it up or HBO picks Hell it up yeah, or Amazon Prime picks it up, yeah, that's a big deal. So it's like worth waiting. So I'm sorry, like I, I there was and I was really yeah for sure really excited about putting it out, but yeah, I gotta wait and see you know work the process, see where it goes, and yeah. then um, but yeah, they'll be able to find it soon. On a network. Well, dude, I'm I'm looking YouTube forward or, or anything else. I'm looking forward to you not acting like you know don't know me and uh, not returning <laughs> my texts or calls and being like, "Fuck you, I'm on this Netflix money." <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not dude. doing your podcast <laughs> again. <laughs> nah, dude. I don't fucking however know you. Big, however big, however <laughs> That'll be sweet. If that's what I'll be like, hey, I got the proof. He was on my <laughs> podcast. On my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Hey, oh, yeah, well, dude. this has been inspiring. For Dude, it's been great, man. I've had a blast. I, I smoked a cigar, yeah, drank some whiskey. We shotgun beers. Yeah. I did not get a girl's number. Oh. We were supposed to do that. We were supposed to do that. I completely forgot. Hey. Maybe on the walk do to the Do you want to be on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hair? Oh, thank you, babe. I appreciate that. That was sweet. Love you. Almost got a beer. I got a compliment. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Just wear a fucking hair on the way out. <laughs> <laughs>